Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Here we are, February the 6th, 2019. The gang is all here. We are live from the Point Studios on Ala Boulevard in Creepcore. I figure we spend the next, uh, what, hour and a half just really breaking down the State of the Union last night. Oh, good. good, good. <laughs> is it going to be PowerPoint or? Jeff, we're on the radio. Oh, so That's no. not going to work. <laughs> fine. All right, fine. <laughs> You know, I got a uh, a little girl at home with strep throat, uh, and uh, the odds always fun. You always feel bad. Come home, your your daughter's you know lying on the couch and covered by a blanket, and home from school, and you know with a fever. And you go, man, who was she around that had strep throat? So where you you try to you try to be like a detective and put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Like who had strep throat? And you don't know, you know, with the school. You no, know, the, the schools are like petri dishes, right? You know, all these kids running around with these illnesses and their snotty noses and, you know, nobody washed their hands. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But I was talking to my wife. I said, you know, who was she around? And my wife told me a story. And and, and let me ask you if this is kind of, as, as, you know, parents who have little kids at home or, or who had little kids at home at one point. 
So if you have a sick kid in the house and the sibling has a play date, would you inform the, the parent of the kid that's coming over that the sibling has strep throat? Yeah. I just There was just an adult coming over to my house yesterday afternoon and I did that. Of course you do that. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like saying the, the salad has avocado or doesn't have avocados and uh-huh. it's not avocados or right. whatever, you know? It doesn't make sense. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I was with you there for a second. I was thinking anchovies. <laughs> I, I was thinking there for a second. Yeah, Jeff, okay. Anchovies is what I'm Sorry. <laughs> right, because not everybody loves anchovies, right? right? Not everybody yeah, loves that's anchovies. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Your kid's yeah. going over to somebody's house and there's a, there's something there? Of course you want to know. Mm-hmm. So apparently my daughter had a play date, and uh, I think my wife went to go pick her up. And she said to the parent, hey, I, I see your you know, your other kid is on the couch, kind of curled up. Oh, yeah, she's got strep. Mm. Like, how many days now? Oh, just today. Huh? You know, that's not a conversation. Strep's not a, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. That's not a conversation Thanks. of, yeah. hey... Maybe you don't want to bring her over today because the other kid's got strep. I I remember specifically going like, "Hey Joe, uh, I'm, let's let's go over to your house and, and play Sega." And he'd go, "Sorry man, can't. My brother Nick is sick." He goes, yeah. "I'll come over there." Yeah, I'd like the mm. option to say no, you know, mm-hmm. or can't. Like this guy's parents said, "Look, nobody can come over. Yeah. No, That's yeah, there's no option." He was don't like, "Come yeah, over." That, that was the thing. Like if you know, if if Joe's brother Nick was sick. We're not going over there, mm-hmm. like because yeah. he's sick. <laughs> what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just found it odd. I thought that'd be a conversation, like yeah. hey, or an option given. Throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, let me just throw this out there. Hey, one of the other kids is extremely contagious. Mm. My uh, my partner with uh, with Beeline uh, came in the other day, very sick, like out both ends. Oh boy. And I was like, what happened? He goes, I don't know, man. I, I know wife and I were at this uh, Super Bowl party, and everybody brought a dish. I went, there you no, go. There it is. There it is. No, don't, don't blame it on that. How do you know not to blame it on that? <laughs> well, you don't. But you don't You don't just come in and say, I'm going to go ahead and tell you exactly what I have and where I got it from. Well, if you happen to be at a Super Bowl party where everybody brought something, and within a couple hours... Unless you hear from three other people at the place that they got the exact same thing, it's a little it's a little jump to the conclusion. Oh, I, mean, I, I yeah. do he know could, he, he could have ate, ate a bad ham sandwich. At maybe noon. he was the only one that ate the crab dip that day. Because <laughs> yeah. the only two weird. people I know confirmed from that get together, he and his wife both got sick. Both got sick. Yeah, mm. they both had ham sandwiches but at both lunch. Went to the same mm. place. Mm. Just get out of here. Mm. You're not I feeling said well. That I know. Questionable of. crab dip, huh? The I'm other not. people I hadn't heard from because they could be dead by now. I'm Who not knows? feeling well. I I took Olive Boulevard to work. <laughs> oh well, detour today. I'll steer clear of there. Come on, man. You just. just... I said I'm right about I'm right about the strep yeah. the strep throat thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you're I'm right about that. I'm with you there. I'm right about. Thank you. I'm with you there. Thank you, Moon. Thank you. Now, now, you know, now expecting the other kid to get sick. That's coming any day now. <laughs> yeah, the, so little, that's good. the little sickness I had ran through my house. It was really fun. Yeah. And I believe that my son brought it into my house. Probably. From, from daycare. Do you ground him? Yeah. <laughs> from the car. He hasn't left mm-hmm. the basement since. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're saying, uh, you know, the flu season's starting to ramp up. Yeah. That's going to be going around now. So, uh, yeah, we got that to look forward Good, to, great. which is cool. Yeah. Here's another question somebody had. 
for me, and this is kind of off topic a bit. Opinions. And then we'll get to some of your emails because you got questions too. Uh, are you obligated to attend your future brother-in-law's bachelor party? Yes. So, so, so let's say, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm getting married to a woman. Um, no, basically what that's saying is your sister's getting married. Okay. You're yeah, your sister's, your sister's getting your married. Sister's getting you married. have to go to her husband's bachelor right. party. Okay. That's it. Yeah. The I said it wrong. Yes. The answer is it's yes. not weird. I, I don't know. I think it depends on your relationship with them. If you have a close relationship with them, sure. If you don't, then I see no obligation to go. Are you saying it's weird because you're like, hey, dude, that's about to marry my sister. Here's some boobies in your face. Is that why you're saying it's weird? I don't know. Um, I think if you want any type of relationship with your brother-in-law, and if you, if you, here's, here's the best way to put it. If you feel bad questioning hmm. whether you should go or not, you should. If you don't like the guy and you don't care, then don't go. Chances are, does he, does he even want you to go? Or is it just inviting no. you out of out of obligation? Yeah, I mean, if it's the casual, if it's the normal, probably average casual relationship with the guy that's dating your sister, because maybe he doesn't yeah, he doesn't cares? want you to go because he feels like since you're there. I mean, I went to my I went to my point. brother-in-law's, but I was 16, so I went to the the Hooters before, mm-hmm. and then when they went east, I went home. Mm. But he, I mean, he. He wanted me to go. He's, he's like, he's like, Hooters, huh? he, he's like, do you have a good fake? I'm like, no, I can't get in. <laughs> do you have a good fake? <laughs> I'm like, I can't get into to the east side. But I mean, he want he wanted me to go. Now, do you also want to sit around with like half acquaintances at a strip club and maybe do you want to potentially spend thousands of dollars traveling for for that privilege of doing that? Hey, we're all going to Vegas. Do you have to go? What percentage of the population do you think that is the standard for? Going away? No, just the 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 strip club. Like, just I mean, the, you know, the the obvious cartoon TV the cliche, show, just like get a cliche, cliche bachelor party. Because that is not a scene that I was ever around, and I yeah. know our family's pretty, you know, conservative and and old school and uh, churchy. But I don't know. I never even had friends that did that. For my bachelor party, we did not do that. But I've been to a lot of bachelor parties where we did do that. My, right. I'm, so I'm asking, like, my ba- what's my the bachelor stand? party. My bachelor party. We went to the Cardinals game, and then after that, we went to a couple different bars, and then after that, somebody was like, "Well, it's your bachelor party. We're going to the east side." And we got in the cab. We went to the east side. I was sitting in the chair. I looked to my left. Two dudes were texting. I looked to my right. Three dudes were sleeping. I'm like, why the hell are we here? <laughs> and we left. Because it's the thing. That you got it. Thing. You got it. Did you go to a strip club for your bachelor? For mine, no. I had a party at my house. It was just fantastic. It was great. We had a ping pong table. We had a ping pong tournament. And we had you know a card game in one room, ping pong table in another room. Just had a, had a blast. Had a great time. I threw up by 9 p.m. I think. Mm, nice. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did strippers come to your house? No, but I've <clears throat> excuse me, I've been to bachelor bachelor parties where uh, strippers came to houses. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I I've Crazy been to a easy stuff. I was at a bachelor party where the strippers came to a rented house. Mm-hmm. Wow. So is Same that is, is that a is that a fifty fifty or fifty percent of American men doing this? I don't know, but I do, 
Remember that bachelor party? I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing about it because I went, no way that actually happens. This I is was, like I a was movie. Sending, I was sending pictures to you guys. You were, and I felt uncomfortable was, because it was, I was some like, of the yeah, most unbelievable stuff yeah. I've ever I'm seen. I'm like, why is what? he sending photos? I feel weird that there's photos being sent. Why? I had it. I, nobody would believe me. I know, but I mean, that's like, that seems like a no photos here, guys. Like, that seems like that type of scenario. <laughs> we weren't, we were at a private house. One of my favorites was uh, I'm a rule breaker. The girls were there and they, you know, danced and stuff for everybody who wanted that sort of thing in the living room but then the two of them went into the bedroom and they were going to do stuff in there but it cost to get in that room yeah yeah and there was you know the guy that came with them stood at the doorway and said you want to see what's going on in here bring me some money yeah, yeah. no way that was yeah that was ridiculous. what you know you know what seems to be i've the... been to one of those too yeah. see i mean most what? of our scene didn't even drink when we were young and people get married in their 20s that we weren't i don't even know these parties existed i Dude. organized a bachelor party once where i had some strippers come to a room and uh, one of the strippers, with a studded belt, beat the crap out of the bachelor. I've seen that as well. And the dude was getting married the next day oh. and could not sit down. Oh, my goodness. This is when studded belts were in, in fashion. And, uh, hey, who's got a belt? And somebody volunteered their belt. Oh, you, you so could, sweet. You could it call, may or may not have been me. You could, you could call <laughs> me prude or whatever. But if somebody's like, yeah, man, we're gonna, I'm the bachelor, Tim's bachelor party is this weekend. We, we got a room, and we're going to bring some strippers. I'd go, cool, man. Let me know when that's all over. Send pictures. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Oh, you wouldn't it. even go in there? I think that that I am I am uncomfortable in a strip club. <laughs> I can only imagine in yeah, that room sure where I... they're offering you a menu of there? things. I say I've declined going to a bachelor party because like I knew that where is, they were going. That is the most, ah. that, okay, and, 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 and no offense to anybody that's ever done this. To me, I hear that, and I instantly go, this is the sleaziest thing that has ever been done. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm all, I'm all for checking it out. <laughs> let's uh, let's see what's going on here. Making sure they keep everything yeah, legal. Yeah, everything's kosher. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice of you. I think the new thing now is that nobody does bachelor parties here, like in town. Nobody does that anymore. Like it's the all past, destination. The past yeah. like three or four of my buddies that have gotten married, I've had to unfortunately decline going to their bachelor party. Yeah. Because it's like in Scottsdale, in Miami, in yep. New York, in, and I'm like, dude, I can't do that. I'm sorry. My my buddy just rented this this mansion somewhere in like three hours away, Missouri, and like 40 of our buddies are all going and they're gonna play golf and do all this stuff. And I can't do it because it's a weekend that I've already got something planned. So let me but I'm like, a- if it was one day, I could make that work. But I can't do this. So if, if a good friend thing. of yours was getting married and they were having, you know, all right, we're going to have some strippers back at the uh, at the hotel, and then we're going to, you know, go out somewhere. You would decline going to the. hotel? I would go, but I would feel extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, listen, you don't have to participate. I would be. Yeah. You'd be sitting. So the, uncomfortable. You'd be sitting on the couches uh, or sitting on that little bench next to the elevators, going, "Well, just getting <laughs> it out." I obviously, I this candy's not. Gonna crush itself. So I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sit out here. And... I obviously would not go. No, no, I'm not coming in there. But what I would do is I would go in and I would go. I, I would be the guy that, as they're doing it, I'd go. Oh boy, they're okay. Oh, man. oh, oh right. I didn't think it'd go oh, that far. Oh is, boy. Does, has duty been brewed in this coffee? Because I need, I need some coffee. You're gonna be and I need there oh, with the right. guy that's uh, holding the boombox. Pass you know, the, the funyuns. The, 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 the you pass the funyuns. I'm. I need. I need something. I'll go get just, a bucket of ice. I'll be right back. I would back. just be so uncomfortable. She's going to need ice. I'll go get it. Yeah, the whole, like, uh, two girls show up with a bodyguard thing. Like, yeah. I, I've just, I, I've never even seen that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's a thing. Oh, Jeff, sure Jeff. is, yeah. S- Scott in the chat yeah, room goes, sure who declines strippers? Uh, in that scenario, me. <laughs> yeah, well, for my for my bachelor party, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Mm-mm. I mean, I'd, I, didn't do, I didn't want to do that either. And we went because it was the thing to do. 
And and literally, we were we were in the parking lot, and I looked at every single one of them in their face, and I go, if you tell anybody when we walk in here that it's my bachelor party, and I'm not kidding when I say this, if you tell anybody, I will physically hurt you, because if they bring me up on stage, I will murder you. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but again, but I, but I have organized bachelor parties that were of that ilk. Adult in nature. Adult. Mm-hmm. There was adult entertainers sure. there, yes. Oh, I get it. Yeah, this one, uh, I mean, this chick just whipped the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pull down your pants. Okay. Yes. And, All right. Man, and she drew blood. Oh, wow. my goodness. What a... You get a discount for that? What is her name? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> this was in uh, Atlantic City. Oh, okay. Probably don't know her then. I also think... You know what? Now, now that I'm sitting back here thinking about it a little bit more, I think it's the fact that I don't want to see my buddies doing stuff like that. Like, I don't want to see my boy that I've known for 20 years go, extras, hey, and walk away. Because I'd go, what the heck? What the thing? You and the, your kids. Seeing that, too. I would Seen never. that, too. Every time I'd see him from here until moving forward, I would go, Oh, yeah, that's the guy that I grew up with. I went to high school with him. I've known him for 30 years. And that's the guy that that one day did that in there with her. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I would never be able to get that out mm. of my mind. Huh. He'd be celebrating his, his kid's fourth birthday party, and I'd go, Haha, yeah, I remember the last party I saw you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm celebrating so, but you, but seven you, years since you did that. <laughs> but, but, but you do think you're obligated to attend your future brother-in-law's Again, that's the party. Depending if you if if you hate this dude, and you don't get along, then he probably shouldn't go because mm. you're gonna hate it. He's gonna hate that you're there. Yeah, it just depends on the relationship at this present point or what the brother-in-law wants the relationship to be. Right. Yeah. I would go. Do you have any brothers-in-law right now? Well, I mean, my wife's brother. Okay, so you're close we're, to I mean, him? Yeah, and you know, we're, yeah, we're you guys are close. We're very right, close. This, this is my question. So you're close to him. You'd go to his bachelor. I was party, at his correct? bachelor okay. party, which was no, no, no. At, which another that's, one out of no, control. No, no. Well, was he <laughs> was he at yours? <laughs> was he at yours? That's good. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, well, if you had you a wild guys were one, close. you said you didn't have a wild one. He had, had you, a wild one. Had you had as wild a one as he did, would you have been comfortable if he were there? That's what this is asking. That's it. Yes. There you go. Yes, I would have been fine with him being there. I, I would have been 100% fine. In fact, I think he was like, why aren't we going to a strip club? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're telling your sister. I say, no, go. I don't care. But I, I'm saying that that's what this email is saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would go and just keep reminding him, like, I don't think uh, my sister would like this much, <laughs> what you're doing here. Have you attended a bachelor party where you were at a strip club? No. Yeah. Never. And the one time I got invited to go to one, I declined it. You declined it, huh? Yeah. I've declined a few as well. Yeah. Maybe the same ones. Although. Because of that element to it? I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, I just had no interest in, in it. I mean, it's not just that part. It's it's the celebrating, you know, with your friends. I, I, that wasn't how I saw it. I will, really? I will I mean, never. I just, it, was, it wasn't a comfortable thing for me. It, it, it wasn't an uncomfortable thing. I was just like, oh, no, it's cool. I, you know, I'm not interested. In fact, I hadn't even seen a strip club in the St. Louis area until recent years. Let me ask you this, Scott. When you did your punishment down at Scarlet's Cabaret, where you had a dance on stage, was that your first time at a strip club? No, I'd uh, actually... Worked events, uh, doing. With I've worked events with the station there, and, yeah. And those were your first. No, times? there was no, the one, one time where we we're going to a like at the time 
we're going to a club. So I was like, sweet, we're going to a dance club kind of place. It was down in Dallas, I think. It was that, it was the, it was and, the, the Abbott Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, and, from Pantera. They're, they're, Dallas, apparently, is known for some. Yeah, it was Vinny pretty, and Daryl's. Yeah. It was Vinny and Daryl's famous strip club but in Dallas. We had to stop at a gas station first to get beer. And I'm like, this is weird. Take it to a dance club, but whatever. Yeah. So we did. And then that's where he whispered in my ear, he was like, you know, we're going to a strip club, right? <laughs> but <laughs> we already a, that, had a that ride. Was both of our first, uh, first times in. Yeah, but we're like 20 minutes or 30 minutes already from the hotel. And you're like, well, I guess I'm going to this club. Yep. That was our I first have to time. See naked females. Yeah, that was, was our it, first time. Was with Vinnie Paul in yeah. in was Dallas. Was it insane? I mean, was uh, it? well, yeah, because Vinnie Paul's sitting next to you, and you, uh, this is a different. I've we've come to find out that that's a very exceptional and different sort of place. It's a bring your own beer place. You ever oh, been yeah. to one of those? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Missouri had those um, actually in uh, New that. Jersey. Oh. So was. we thought that was the standard. They couldn't serve if they're fully. Naked, they couldn't serve alcohol. Yeah, that's why it was. So you bring your own. Yeah, and it was. Uh, <laughs> it was they. Wow, right? they, they did things wow. there that well, we I read the sign wrong because I went. I brought my own naked female. They were saying <laughs> they said bring your own. That was the first time we had ever seen anything like that ever. Yeah. And they did things there. The dancers did things there that um, we have not seen since. I have not seen. Yeah, since. well, family reunions, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> so we'd only, we'd only been to a few on the road before recent years, huh. uh, um, you know, with uh, the the clubs that we know through the station. Huh. Yeah. yeah, one of the wildest strip clubs I've been to was in Montreal. And we walked in there, and in fact, I was with my wife, and I was with my brother-in-law and his wife. Mm-hmm. Hey, while, while we're here, huh? <laughs> Montreal's known for, you know, certain things. I guess strip clubs, one of them. Went to a place called Les Super Sex. What's that stand for? The Super Sex. Okay. <laughs> I didn't take French, so I didn't know. And sure. uh, you walk in and you go, ah, they could do that here, huh? Wow, Canadians are flexible. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that was legal in North America, but I guess this is why they're called Mounties. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess you could do that here. Uh, me and Mallory went to one in Go uh, to the Canada's in uh, in New Orleans. There's actually some really good ones in New Orleans down in French Quarter, and it's because the drinks are so damn cheap. So we went in because they they got guys out going, "Hey, come in here!" And instead of going, "Come in here and see the ladies," they're like, "Are you two looking for cheaper drinks than than right down there?" We're like, "Come on, actually, in. we kind of are." No. And it was really nice. Uh, we weren't even. I mean, I know it sounds silly to say that we weren't there for the strippers. We were there for the drinks, for the drinks, and for just, the articles. It was really fun. Well, I'll be there tomorrow night. It was really fun. Marin night. That's why I used to go to the casino, not to gamble, but to drink still. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only reason I like. There was there was a time in my life for a good year and a half, two years, almost twice a week I was at the casino. Yeah, and it wasn't because I was there gambling and I was trying to win money. It was because when the bar closed at twelve or twelve thirty, the casino served till three. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, you could sit at the bar if if you just did like the video poker, which is all I did back in the day, and watch the hockey game and freaking dollar beers. You know, while you're sitting there. That's what in Vegas. That's what I did from noon until I think almost close to nine o'clock at night. We sat there and we would just put a hundred in, and you would just slowly play. But we would just sit there watch college football and just drink. All freaking and out. have yeah. you been to uh, gentlemen's clubs in Vegas? In Vegas, no, I have not. Mm-mm. I don't think this I... area here is, is here. Yeah, in, I, in I have. Uh, there's the a place, place. Uh, uh, I believe called the Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> yeah, that's a great and, name. Is that a sex in move? Vegas? That's uh, pretty wild over there. <laughs> Was that a bachelor party there? Yeah. All right. Well, that answers that question. Okay.
Good. Glad we got. To be honest with you, we really didn't answer anything. I'm not sure what the question was. (laughs) No, the question was: Are you obligated to go to your brother-in-law's? And our answer was: If you want to, maybe, but not really. Future (laughs) brother-in-laws. There it is. Bachelor party. And that was a question somebody asked me. I said, "I let me ask the fellows. Let me talk to the fellows." Okay, so I guess you are. Unless it's a destination thing, and then I guess you could. If it's an in-town thing, I think you probably shouldn't. Maybe stop by. Is there a chance, though, that she that he invited you just because of who you are and he doesn't really saying. want That's you? That's what I said you know? before. I said maybe he doesn't really want you there, but out of obligation, he's just, you know. Yeah, do dinner. Yeah. And then bolt. Yeah, he could dip out at some point. It's yeah. not about you. How long does he show your face? You made an effort. Yeah. Drop off some singles and a little blow, and you can take off. What do you think? Hey, have a good time, guys. Yeah, here, it's on me. (laughs) Have a good time, guys. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, let's get to some of your emails. Show at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, what do we got? uh, Yes, I know you have a new wave. Next. Hopefully, you guys get some kickbacks after all this talk, oh talking about God. an air fryer. Oh, yeah. Another air fryer. Okay. you got to be kidding me. Just a quick mention of something that you have to try. Uh, may not be for all, but there's no confidence in what they're about ready to say here. But with all the talks with the different foods lately, give PB&J a go in the air fryer. You may or may not thank me later. So just throw it in there? I guess. Uh, there's no recipe here that just says PB&J in an Sounds air fryer. Terrible. I'm sure you can look it up. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You know? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't know why I, don't know why I would. I'm, de- I'm definitely not going to do They're that. completely confident about it. You may or may not thank me later. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing. I did. I, I, I reheated chicken wings in there last night. And? I think I may have gone a little too long. How long did you put them in for? Five minutes. What did I tell you? I said, you put him in for four minutes, you check it too. Did I not tell you that? You told me that. <laughs> he and your mother are very pissed right now. Just saying that. <laughs> Those are my exact instructions to you. And put you him in for happened? four minutes, check it too. Too dry. There I dried him out. There it is. I dried him out. Forktospoon.com, air fried grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, so it's it's a thing? Yeah, it sure All right, is. maybe I'll try it. Let me see what it looks 300 like. 300 degrees for three minutes. Then flip and do another three minutes. Okay. Oh, six minutes, forget it. All right. Yeah, there's all there's all. Yeah, I tried out I tried out the wings. I had some leftover uh, hot shots wings from Super Bowl party. And uh I think I over over overdid it. Damn it. It looks good. Air fried PB and J? Let's see it. Wouldn't it? Ooh, okay, yeah. Wow, that's with bananas. Oh, but they did something on the top too. That's that's just that's that's what not just that? That's bananas. There's like some graham cracker crust on top. Ooh, that looks good. That's oh, a that's dessert. graham cracker? Oh, mm. wow. What a great idea. You put a little bit of honey on that? Yeah. Boom. Yum. Yeah. The air fryer Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. Uh, I got an almost 16-year-old who is about to enter his junior year in high school. Sorry. Trade- Trade school training starts next year, and he has the option of carpentry, welding, or computer trades. Naturally, I'm pushing him into carpentry. Just like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> because I know there's going to be a ton of jobs open in that field, and I know he will have a guaranteed job straight out of graduation. Problem is, he's a huge gamer, and he wants to get into computer programming. Mm. While I'm supportive of his choice, I'm trying to convince him that he should go into carpentry these last two years of high school so he can have a way to support himself while he starts college to get into... Yeah. Computer programming. At the same time, he's passionate about one thing, so you don't yeah. want to stifle that. Yeah. The nice thing about the computer programming is uh, you can, I feel like that's something you can um, 
do and spend time with and really uh, invest some time in on top of uh, uh, something else. And don't forget— So carpentry and? I mean, a, a bit. I, I think it's something you can keep up with. So when you do have time to full-time invest in it, you're, you're, you're there. You know what I mean? Because it is more of a passion project for him. And now, and don't forget, we talked last year about how welders are going to be oh, yeah. needed oh, there's, there's so a shortage. very yeah. badly in these next couple of years. So if you want to talk about job security, uh, I'm sure carpentry and will be as well. And it doesn't any of these trades. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but welding specifically, there were HVAC. articles last year about how we are going to, this whole country is going to need. Yeah. I don't weld, Next but year, I'd like there's going to gonna be a, a huge shortage because some of these guys are retiring out. And there's going to be a huge shortage yeah. of welders. But at the same time, you don't want to stifle this kid's... But he's not sti- I don't think he's stifling it. He's just saying, hey, oh, I guess he could be doing the computer trades the last two years as opposed to carpentry. But I, I get what he's saying. Do the carpentry thing for two years. Then you're 18, 19 years old and you're but guaranteed a job. But you can do this job and then continue school <laughs> for the IT I stuff. I like wood. Well, he's only 16. The nice thing is... Whatever he picks out of these three, he's going to have jobs. Hey, you know what? He's yeah. only 16, which means maybe next year he's going to be into something else. Yeah, and, and well, maybe he finds he's not really that good at the computer programming, and he falls into what he's good at. Yeah. He'll he'll work it out. It's all good. I guess so. Yeah. By the way, the email is name, and he says, yes, this is my real name, awesome name, Dustin Hercules. <laughs> nice. How you doing? That's pretty cool. Dustin Hercules. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say at you. two yeah. first names. With computers, it's not like they're going away anytime soon, so that's a pretty safe market to get into as yeah. well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the kid's set if those are his three. Yeah, yeah if those are his passions. Hey, kid, follow your dreams. There you go. <laughs> if they're appropriate. Uh, again, at 16, <laughs> you know, what you want to do could possibly change. Yeah. Next po- week, possibly. next month. Yeah. 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 It's, a very, it's a very American thing to think like, well, you're 18, you better know what you're going to do. Get out there and start doing what well, you're going to do. Well, when I graduated high school, it was, well... Graduated high school, I guess the thing to do is go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even though I had no desire and wasted my parents' money. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I guess I got to go to college. Everybody else is. So here we go, Rampo College of New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey's number one liberal arts college. Go Roadrunners. <laughs> Next, look, look at you now. Take, take my money. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Rishio, wanted to ask if you would give a shout-out to my husband, Jeff. He is gaining, or gaining, he's getting weight loss surgery, gastric bypass, on February the 7th. He's really excited. Well, I'm nervous, uh, and uh, I'm a nervous wreck and a proud wife holding it all together. I'm so proud of him for doing this and working so hard for this to now be possible. Uh, I also really want to thank Patrico for being a huge inspiration. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Being open. That's Yeah, look at there. Good for you. Uh, his his highest weight was 398, and his pre-surgery weight is 346. Wow. So good luck to him. So he lost Great. 50 pounds good just job. before the surgery, huh? Like that. Wow. Do they do that with everybody? They make you lose a certain amount of weight before? Depends on your insurance. Oh, it's an insurance thing. Yeah, because your insurance basically wants to say, like, I go in and I, you know, that was my starting weight was 398, and they wanted to make sure that, you know, when I go in there, they don't want me to weigh 415. Because they they don't want you to go, I'm getting weight loss surgery. I don't have to do anything. I do whatever the hell I want. Mm. They want you to make sure that you're serious about what you're doing. Well, because even with the sleeve, you know, it's what you got. Mm-hmm. You you could still stretch it back out. Easily. Like, Easily. you could get the surgery. With, and they, took, they took out how much of your stomach? 80%? 80%, yeah. 80% of your stomach. But you could stretch it back out. Like, you could not follow what... You know the post-surgery stuff. I can, you know, if, tells I, you if to I, do. I if I if I started drinking beer or soda, 
or anything with bubbles. The carbonation immediately stretches out your stomach and you just go back to your old ways. This is to show you're dedicated and you're ready to roll. Right. And yeah, some, if you, pro if you some programs do it and some insurances do it. Yeah, so. if you can lose a certain amount of weight, it shows that the, at least, you know, you could do it. Mm -hmm. You could maintain. I get it. Well, good luck and congratulations. Yeah, that is very cool, Josh. So down 50 pounds already. Yeah, and I and I, I want to say that that these folks have came, came to New Year's a bunch. Mm, I don't know. And uh, this was the guy who... The I first wouldn't New doubt Year's... it because they have a dog named Riz. Yeah, uh, I think that this is. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think that this is them. This is the year, the first honor. year that I took my shirt off and went on stage. He took his shirt off too. Oh yeah, he's, okay, he, I remember yeah, them. He, he was he's a big fellow, just like I was. So good luck, man. It's 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 definitely take some hard work. How is uh, little Riz doing? <laughs> doesn't mention how little Riz is doing. <laughs> That's great. Riz is mentioned. So all right, next. Uh, good morning, everyone. I finally had a chance to watch the Netflix documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. All I can say is, wow, I think I turned around and asked my husband, WTF, every 10 minutes, that's, which uh, that would get annoying. <laughs> it was jaw-dropping. documentary will do to you. Yeah, jaw-dropping documentary. Thank you for recommending documentaries. I love watching them. You haven't given me a bad recommendation. I look forward to watching the fire one next. Thank you for that's making me laugh. That's a great one. Yeah. So, and you saw you saw both the Firefest docs. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Docs. Docs. Look how casual I am. Yep. <laughs> Docs. Uh, and you said the Netflix is one uh, is, is a little better? Way better. Yeah. But watch the Hulu one first and then Netflix because Hulu's has a different perspective mm. overall. See, I, I watched the Netflix one and then Hulu. And I halfway through the Hulu one, I was like, this is dumb. Well, yeah. Really? Because I haven't seen the Netflix one and I thought the Hulu one was great, so Netflix must be, I can't wait to watch I, The Netflix one, I think, like you said the other day, had way more access to things. Yeah. It had way more... It's sleek and shiny. Yeah. And it's because the promotion team from Firefest is producing it, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's why you watch Hulu first, because it calls them out, and then the Netflix when they produce. Mm. Huh. Pretty yeah. smart. Don't forget who's doing what. That's yeah. right. Who's behind this doc? Who's behind this documentary? Huh? Be skeptical. But uh, yeah, it is very sleek. I watched uh, the Ted Bundy tapes. I thought that you you bailed out on that. You said Damn. you didn't like it. I, I liked it. I love the planet ones, and I'm trying the uh, uh, One Strange Rock with um, with Will Smith. Mm, not the biggest fan of how it's rolling. It's Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I He's do like director. him. Uh, and some of the some of the visuals and some of the educational aspects of it are just really cool. I watched the uh, the Dupont one. Yeah, that Ooh. one's gnarly. The Devil We Know. The Devil We Know. That's a good one. Uh, Very good. You told me about that root canal one. Yep, what I'm only say, about five uh, minutes root, in. Root cause. Hurts. Root cause, which is about how root canals could possibly be connected to uh, cancer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I do. I mean, I'd like any sort of. Information there know. may be to have out there. I'm paranoid as it is. Yeah, this isn't going to help. No, nope. <laughs> I think the next one I want to watch, and and it's not on Netflix. I think I may actually get this on the iTunes as the uh, the Mr. Rogers one. Oh yeah, I got to see that too. See the paranoia ones, I I uh, I'm all about, but I do have to cleanse the palate with an Earth one. And Planet Earth series That's is. What I'm saying just... I've watched too much. Too much heavy stuff. Yeah. Let me get some Mr. Rogers going. And <laughs> the Planet Earth. That, right. Have you seen Blue Planet? I need a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That one's good. You know what's funny? Is and I, I tweeted this. I tweeted this the other day. Just like after watching, like binging on Breaking Bad, where you start thinking, I could make nothing get away with this. <laughs> after watching the both the Firefest documentaries in back to back days, I was like, 
I think I could throw a really good fake festival. <laughs> I think I could do it. I think I could really do it. Well, then you probably should not watch the Ted Bundy confession. <laughs> oh. yeah. I think I could murder. Let's stop I there, think I could Tony. Murder 36 <laughs> women sure. get away with it. Get away with it for a little while. That's at your least. type. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Uh, I was listening to Monday's podcast, and I'd like to throw in my hat in, my hat in the ring for the worst way uh, someone has broken up with you. So okay. We had discussed that. Bad breakups? Yeah. I won't go into too much detail, but back in high school, I was in the hospital for a lung collapse. I had to go through uh, two weeks in the hospital and two surgeries to fix it. My girlfriend then walked in after the first surgery and told me she couldn't ha- handle being with someone who might die. And she cheated. Oh. And she cheated on me with someone else and walked out. But this is 16, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, high, it says high school, yeah. Uh, yeah. Walked out and never saw her again. We all made those uh, dumb high school mistakes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of immaturity going on. But that's that's pretty rotten. That is pretty bad, yeah. While you're laid up in the hospital in between surgeries. That's pretty rotten. Yeah, it sucks. His lung's fine now. Okay, way. good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next. I uh, would love to hear Moon's perspective on this as a musician who has played in cover bands and plays cover songs. Uh, and they threw in a, a link to an article in, on the uh, yeah, Riverfront Times. And it's this it's this bar, this JP's Corner on Gravoy, which I've been to a bunch of times. It's been open forever. And they're basically getting trouble from BMI and ASCAP and that. Uh, for, for not paying fees. For not paying yeah. fees. And that's like they sent them lists, lists of songs. We were here on this day. Well, you got the article. Yeah, and this is from uh, yeah, this is from the RFT. Uh, JP's Corner Bar was hit with a lawsuit last week by uh, BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated, which accuses the uh, the Sunset Hills Watering Hole of allowing bands to perform copyrighted cover songs within its walls despite not being licensed to do so. And the suit was filed last Thursday. This article came out on Monday. Uh, the performing rights organization, which licenses more than 12 million copyrighted compositions on behalf of composers, songwriters, and publishing companies, accuses JPs of willfully infringing upon the copyrights of six songs under its purview by allowing bands to perform covers at the bar. All six of the offenses allegedly occurred on the same day, September 7th, 2018. The tracks that were allegedly performed are listed in court documents. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, Get Down it. Tonight by mm-hmm. the uh, by Casey and the Sunshine Band. The Touch from Two Silent Ghosts? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't Too Proud to Beg from The Temptations. Get Up, I Feel Like Being a Sex Machine from James Brown. <laughs> it's Get Up. <laughs> I Can't Help Myself from uh, The Four Tops. You Really Got Me by The Kinks. And I'm Your Boogeyman by uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. And BMI claims in court filings to have reached out to the bar more than 30 times via phone, mm-hmm. mail, and email since August 2017, and that's even on delivering them. cease and desist notices. That's on them. Yeah, you got to pay your fees, man. Yeah. I'm sure every bar has to pay this, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, so that's on them. That, that's that's, on, that's their fault. There's reports that are supposed to happen. Uh, you're supposed to keep track of, of, of songs and sentiment. Now, BMI and... ASCAP and all those companies, they all have to cast such a wide net. And I'm sure 99.999% of bars and clubs and whatever will not be caught. I believe they had spies in this place. Mm. Well, what do you mean will not be caught? Most of them will pay their fees. Right. But if you don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't, I mean... Listen, they have such a wide... This is a huge country, and there's millions and millions of songs that uh, they're representing. So they're casting such a wide net, the only way you're going to get on their radar for them to even bother calling or spying on you is 
to not pay your fees. So just pay your licensing, uh, you know, your, your your rights, and you're never on these guys' map. I think the criticism for BMI is sending spies. No, but th that, what, what are they supposed to do? They try well, to I'm, contact I'm you 30 times. Yeah, I'm reading the article here. Yeah, I'm not sure how much they'd have to pay. I mean, I, I how accurate this is, but I, what I looked up was uh, you take the occupancy times $3.33. That's for BMI. Mm -hmm. For a year or a month? or For a year. And then ASCAP has a minimum fee of three fifty six. pay whichever is greater mm -hmm. out of those two things. And so, it says here, so that's what this restaurant owes in order to play songs. And, in, essence, in essence, what they're saying is, day. in essence, what they're saying is, so if a band comes in and performs a cover song, the writer of that cover song deserves yeah, some kind of compensation. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people are going into the bar to listen to a song written by somebody else. Right. So that's somebody else deserve some form of compensation mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're making money off their creativity. Yeah. Yep. Which I understand. Fraction of a cent here and there, but it all adds up into a bucket and it's these guys' job to, to collect that and uh, and and pay people. Mm -hmm. And if you're running a business, I'm sure you're you're well aware of the rules. The, the, the rules of serving alcohol or the rules of serving music or, or you know, I mean it's, this is all pretty basic stuff. It's kind yeah, of a, the fact kind of a were, non story. They were contacted thirty times and that's what the article says. And I'm sure this happens all the time. And right. I'm, listen, I'm sure if they, uh, I don't know if a bar. Oh, are they closed now? Oh, no. Okay. No. This is Beale Street. Yeah. They we're, were saying that Street, maybe yeah. this was one of the reasons why Beale closed. Mm. Beale on oh. Broadway was one, of Saint, uh, was one St. Louis bar that came into BMI sites back in April 2017. It's a situation that was similar to the one at JP's with five songs identified as part of BMI's repertoire that were be being played without a permit. The venue reportedly settled on a court for an undisclosed sum, but ended up shuttering last month. No specific reason was given for the closure. I don't Nick, think that Nick kind says, of money would ever bring somebody down. Nick like says here, why should a bar have to play at all? Shouldn't the band have to pay? There is, yeah, okay, so the bar is paying the band. There's Correct. licensing that goes, and the band is supposed to put in a, a like a, there's, there's all sorts of little rules about this. If you really want to get into it, it's not a, it's not a fun radio conversation, but... If that have that person email me and I'll send them over everything hey Nick, that email, the band's doing. Email Moon. How this business Everybody works. Everybody named Nick, email Moon. <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is not. It's not an interview. Yeah, where's the burden? Is it on the band or the bar? Apparently, it's on the bar. Yes, according to BMI. That's yeah. how business works. Right. Here. I will thank you all for your emails. All right, let's go to Ferguson for today's Team Riz member of the day. It's Tom Layton. Hey, hey Tom. Tom, a round of applause. Tom Layton. I know Tom. Tom's awesome. Oh, hey, Tom. Tom sits right in front of me at the Blues game every single His picture is single. awesome on yeah. the website. He dresses like Ric Flair. He's awesome. Uh, he feels like he should be the Teamers member of the day because he has something in common with all of us. Jeff, besides being old, his <laughs> uh, little sister attended his wedding back in the day. She was good friends with one of Jeff's wife's friends. All right. For Moon, oh, he's that Tom. Oh, oh that Tom. Oh, okay. For Moon, he's been to Old Trafford in England. Go Manchester nice. United. Nice. Patrico, like he went to a Jesuit high school. I guess he went to DeSmet. And actually sits right in front of him at hockey games. Uh, and uh, King Scott. At one time, he was also a virgin. Oh. <laughs> oh, cool. And last but not least, me. 
We share the same birthday every day. Okay. <laughs> Tom Layton from Ferguson is the Team Riz. I love that line. That's fantastic. Yes. Tom Layton is the Team Riz member of the day. It's a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so you want to make sure that you make your lady happy. WKF.com, Walter Noel Florist. Listen, you get order your flowers you have them delivered before the 13th. This is what happens. You get a free coupon for a free dozen roses sometime later in the year. So not only are you making your lady happy early on Valentine's Day, you're also going to make her happy later in the summer. you got to see their arrangements to believe them. They're absolutely amazing. No assembly required. You can get all the information at WKF.com. Make sure that when you do so, you mention The Riz Show. It's WKF.com. Walter Noel Florist. We know flowers. The Rizzuto Show. Welcome back to phone number 3146Walker, 3146925537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash res in the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. We were uh, chatting before the break about how bars have to pay this organization called BMI kind of a fee every year if there's a cover band in there. A lot of people didn't know that. So we, we posted something on the socials. I think it's, is it from LegalZoom? Uh, yeah, it's just like, and it's a simple breakdown of the difference between, you know, a live cover and recording a cover and what bands and uh, organizations and who really, you know, where right. the onus really falls. Right. And uh, it's, it is pretty basic and somebody should be paying something. Music isn't free, guys. Right. People and work- listen, it's interesting, the different laws. I mean, you go into a bar, you just, you listen to a band, uh, you do a couple cover songs and you think that's it, but there's more than goes into it. Right. All right, so Jeff's got this little quiz, this uh, way back 90s entertainment quiz. But it is it is way back Wednesday. Yes, and I've, there's 24 of them, so whenever you want to stop me, let me know. Um, before before we get to that, you know, remember remember when you had to uh, to screen your phone calls by waiting to see who was leaving a message on the answering machine? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this kind of turn back time stuff. Things you used to do in 1997 that feel incredibly outdated today. <laughs> Like mail ordering things from catalogs and waiting weeks for them to come to mail. Outdated. Yeah, answering the phone call and literally having no idea who was calling. I mean, caller ID existed in 1997, but it wasn't the standard. In fact, remember caller ID had a little box off to the side? Yeah. Yep, I remember that. My parents had that. The little, the little like, digital displays off to the side of the phone? Mm-hmm. Or, or screening your calls to, you know, see who was, uh, who was leaving a message. Leaving a message on the answering machine and deciding whether or not to pick up the phone or not. Having to look up movie times in the newspaper. Calling Blockbuster to make sure the copy of the movie you wanted was in stock. Having to read a weekly tabloid in order to be up to date on the Hollywood gossip. (laughs) Calling an airline to actually book your flight. Going to internet cafes because there was no free Wi-Fi. I remember going to the library a couple times. For the uh, the internet? For the internet. Yeah, all that. Ordering CDs from commercials by phone. Oh, what was it? Buzz ballads. <laughs> what is that? You never heard of buzz ballads? I don't think that so. That was like, that was, you know that now that's what I call music? Yeah, sure. Buzz ballads was the rock version. What? Oh, yeah. I remember buzz ballads. All I remember is buzz ballads and if, if, if you could only see by tonic. Let's see. Let's see the track listing. <laughs> for, there it is. Buzz 90s. ballads. Buzz ballads. Here's the track listing. It's been a while by Stained. Lightning crashes by live, jumper by third eye blind, hemorrhage by fuel, glycerin, uh, glycerin by bush. If you could only see by tonic, 
Uh, Long December Counting Crows, Hanging by a Moment, Lifehouse. Oh, well, they really brought the heavy stuff. Santeria Sublime, <laughs> Dal Parts Whole, The World oh, I Know was, by Collective yeah, Soul. Huge songs yeah, at yeah. Wasting time. My Time, Default, Here's to the Night Eve 6, Everything before, You Want, Vertical Horizon. This is before you go to iTunes yep. and pick out individual tracks. Yeah. Linger, Cranberries, What It's Like, Everlast, Desperately Wanting by Better Than Ezra, Let and Someday us. by Sugar Ray. I remember a big one also huh. was Freedom Rock. Remember Freedom Rock? I do not. <laughs> Let us make your mixtape. Look up Ooh, there, was, Rock. there was also The Edge. Freedom Rock, turn it up. <laughs> Let's start with Damn Yankees. <laughs> no, oh, it was like Freedom Skinner. Rock, here it is. I bet you Skinner had four tracks on there. stadium bands. Hold on, let's see the track High listing. enough starts and ends the CD. <laughs> uh, track listing. It does not even have the track listing. Oh. Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> well, turn it up. Oh, this is bumming me out. I need to. I want now. I need to know. Freedom Rock. You know something that I remember from back then, and even in the early two thousands, especially touring, calling cards. Oh yeah. Oh calling yeah. Calling cards. cards. Just Here like, we go. These 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 kids that are touring now, they'll come through like, oh man, I was having difficulties with my FaceTime when I was in China. I'm like, dude. Do you remember what? Do you remember what we had to do when we were in Canada? We calling used calling cards. cards there, yeah. <laughs> there was a time with the point when we, as the jock in the studio, had to call listeners back when they won stuff, and if it was not a three one four, they left a calling card in the studio yep. for us to use. That Anything was, long I, I, I just got into the station. Oh, you remember were, that when okay. they were kind of phasing that out? Yeah. By the way, Moon, the uh, the the CD that was called The Edge that was the harder buzz ballads. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't harder, but that's what it was. <laughs> I was say. You find Freedom Rock? Yeah, Freedom Rock. There's a lot of stuff I have no idea what this is. I'd Love to Change the World by 10 Years After. Locomotive Breath by Jethro Tull. Yeah. Uh, the Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. Yeah. War by Edwin Starr. Black, Black Magic Woman by Santana. Jump Into the Fire. Smoke on the Water. United We Stand. One Tin Soldier. Somebody to Love. Going Up the Country. Reach Out of the Darkness. A Horse with No Name. Free Bird. Mm-hmm. Ramblin' Man. Uh, let's see. What else on here is that, that we know? Oh, Layla. YMCA. No, that's all. <laughs> uh, fr- freedom Rock. Hey, Sorry. man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. White Rabbit. <laughs> Layla was on Freedom Rock? Yep. <laughs> Did they just throw darts? The Beat Goes On by Sonny and Cher. No, that was on Freedom Rock. <laughs> Fire and Rain by James no. Taylor. <laughs> Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. What? Get Freedom out of Rock. here. Free- That's some CD. heavy stuff. <laughs> Dude, that is what it is. This list is garbage. Uh, it's rock. Yeah, I guess that is Freedom Rock. <laughs> uh, getting up early to look at the paper to find out what the weather is going to be like or turning on the Weather Channel and hoping the local forecast was on. Having to buy and carry around maps whenever you went on road trips. Watching an entire TV show of just movie trailers. And hoping they'd show one for a movie you were excited about. That was the E! Network for a while. It was like movie trailers. that have movie trailer shows. Yeah. Sneaking a message in instead of saying your name when you call collect. Oh, yeah. I'm at the mall. Come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer practice is over. <laughs> I got arrested again. And physically buying your tickets for concerts at a Ticketmaster located inside a music store. Yeah. 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 What was it, Famous Bar here? 
We had, well, Macy's. There was, uh, yeah, Famous Bar did. Yeah, and Schnooks. Schnooks. Yeah, Schnooks yeah. did it. Oh, Schnooks. And, and now we're here. This yeah, Ticketmaster yeah, right yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ticketmaster, all Schnooks locations. I remember. Oh, that wow. Yeah, it would be inside the, the video store, inside yeah. of Schnooks. Yeah, it was Schnooks and then, uh, oh, no, Streetside. Streetside street and, and now yeah. here. This yeah, one, yeah. one of them sold it. I did a, uh, and this is this is going back even further than the list that you have, but I did a, a dad thing yesterday where I was on the phone with John and Brad calls me on the other line and I couldn't switch over. Uh you know, I fully know how to do it, but, you know, I, I just didn't get it in time. And it reminded me of, remember when the home phones first got a second line? Do you oh, guys yeah, remember you that? Click it. Oh, My yeah. dad could never get the click. He either didn't click it enough click and once. it didn't click over or he hung up on the person. Uh, you're clicking too long. He never got it. I, what do I do? I just go ding, ding. Yeah, dad, just do that. Yeah. The never jerk Brad it. is on the other line. Yeah. This is Brad. Oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> Hang on. Have you ever <laughs> waited in line for tickets? Oh, yes. Like on yeah. a Ticketmaster oh, line? Yeah, yeah. They, used to, they used to give out, uh, was it line passes, line yep. numbers, whatever it was, to just like to get a number to get in line. Yeah, absolutely. I have waited well, once. I think I may have said, said the story. Once I waited in line for like four or five hours. Jane's Addiction, reunion show, Hammerstein Ballroom. Sold out before I got to the front. <sighs> they got, you got up there and they said, sorry, it's not worth it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Wow, man. Was, was, and now we're even. Ow. That was, wow. now we're even. even for what? <laughs> 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 Behind-the-scenes joke. The it previous four years. <laughs> that's what we're <laughs> wow, man, that was my favorite band growing up. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. All right, man. Sorry, let's uh, let's do Jeff's quiz. That's okay. when they, while I that, formulate my That's revenge. when you want those numbers, by the way. <laughs> Interrupt me when you're ready for your revenge. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. This yeah. is just uh, silly questions and answers. And okay, I, got uh, it. Uh, which album sold more records, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill or Spice Girls' Spice? I'm going to say Spice Girls. Spice Jagged Girls. Little Pill. Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Oh, by about 10 got. million more. Yeah, didn't that break a record? Yeah, it sold insane amount. Yeah, 30, it, 33 million. Yep. Three-time diamond. Uh, which movie won the 1998 Oscar for Best Original Screenplay? Would you say? 98? Oscar, 98. I can Titanic. give you two choices if you want. Titanic or Goodwill Hunting? Ooh, Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Titanic was 97. What uh, event <laughs> became known as the Whack Herd Around the World? Oh, Nancy Kerrigan. The Attack on Figure Skater Nancy Kerrigan, 1994. Mm. Mm -hmm. Tomagotchi is a Japanese combo of what two words? Tamagotchi. Is it uh, pet? Virtual pet. No. Neither word is correct. Ooh. You have brought the great shame. Just throwing it out there. All right. By the way, the whack uh, heard. If we had to ask that question to to Jeff, to Jeff, it had taken him. Mm. Oh. cycled through a lot. <laughs> I just would have night. had a different. Right, when he got off of work, that's all. <laughs> what is it, Jeff? It's a combo of egg and watch. Oh yes. What's the name of the judge who presided over O.J. Simpson's murder trial? Judge Ito. Lance Ito. What was the name of the sheep who was first success successfully Dolly. cloned oh. animal in 1996? Dolly. Was it? Dolly is the correct Dolly? answer. You didn't know that? Dolly the sheep. I don't think I would have got that, no. Uh, is it Jenko Jeans? Is that how you pronounce Jenko. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. J-N-C-O. What's the J-N-C-O stand Gene for? Gene Company. Nope. Dang it. Jeans, you should never... The word gene is not in there. Just another. Not just. Mm. Judge. Judge not. not close. Because over. Judge none, choose one. This should have been Gen Gene Coast. Company. Dawson's Creek, 1998. Who was the creator? J.J. Abrams or Kevin Williamson? Kevin Williamson. Yep. 
What was the title of Madonna's controversial 1992 book? Which uh, there's a copy sex. of it in our office. Pirate. It's called Sex. <laughs> it's Fabio. Sex Pirate. Sex Pirate. <laughs> no, that the, was our question yesterday. Remember, Fabio yeah. had a had a book. What complication was Y2K based upon? Oh, the uh, the data of the the, the computers it's the rollover yeah. switching to two thousand. Yeah, the date. Computers would interpret the year 2000 as... 1900. Or anything 100. What was the name of the Pentagon employee who secretly recorded phone conversations with Monica Lewinsky in which she talked Linda about Tripp. her affair with Bill Clinton? No, sorry. Linda Tripp. <laughs> <laughs> what is the highest grossing movie of the 1990s? Titanic. Uh, Titanic. Titanic. Which future Oscar winner starred on Beverly Hills 90210? Future Oscar winner? Wow, this is a good one. Future Tory Oscar winner. Tori Spelling. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear me say Oscar winner. Oh, sorry. So let's go through this. Luke Perry. Was he, uh, he get one for eight seconds? Brand, no. Brandon. What was no, that? just think of a periphery character. I'm, I'm sure it's not somebody. Female. That helps. Jenny Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Swank. Uh, for real? She was in that? Hmm. Name of the prostitute who Hugh Grant caught was caught with. Divine Brown. Divine Brown. She, you know, she said for that thirty minutes she spent with him, she made almost two million dollars off of that. Just, Just from all of her doing. Yeah, all of her. And it's funny. I looked up her IMDb because it says Divine Brown actress. I was like, really? And I looked it up, and everything she was in it was as herself, uh, as herself, yeah. as herself. That was that was Hugh Grant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was such a big deal here, and I think over there they make it a big deal for a second, and then they go, eh, who cares? It was a big deal here because he was with uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, that's who he was with at the time? Yeah. Ooh. And at the time, if you think about it, it wasn't everybody talking about celebrities all the time. His agent actually said it was actually a good thing for you that that happened career-wise. That's what his agent said. A young, a younger, Elizabeth Hurley looks great now. This was 25 years ago? Yeah, something like that. 1995, yeah. 2024. Oof. Yeah. Uh, one more of those and you're going to have to excuse yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you need a brown bag to breathe into? I mean. Uh, who sang the Friends theme song? The Rembrandts. Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. At what event did Michael Jackson have the onstage kiss with his then-wife, Lisa the Marie MTV Presley? MTV Video Music Awards. You got it. 1995. You got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> 1997, who became the first woman to be appointed as a Secretary of State in the United States? Uh, Madeleine Albright. Madeleine Albright. What did Lorena Bobbitt do to her husband? Oh, Chop. Well. Made a meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Chopped his donger off. You got it. Threw it out the car window, right? Yep. And I believe it was sewn back on, too. Yes. And he did porn. The, you know, no, did he really know what? Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's I great. believe he was in the movie. Was it Frankenpenis or something? Uh, no way. That's that, not true. Uh, he was definitely in porn. He was in porn, I know. Was that a, for sure? Was that Frank and Penis? Is that what you said? Frank and Penis. Oh, Frank and Penis. One more. Gotcha. John, Different on, genre. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, the 1996 called. Summer Olympics were held in which U.S. city? Atlanta. Atlanta. So he was in he was in three movies. He was in 1994's John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, he was in funny. 1995's Buttman and Nudes a Poppin Volume Two, and he was in 1996's Frank and Penis, starring as the role of Frank and Penis. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. I am a John Wayne Bobbitt enthusiast, yes. A portion of whose <laughs> ear did Mike Tyson bite off during a boxing match in 1997? Oh, I remember watching that live. Real Me too. Deal. Me too. 
Uh, what is the name of the high school in Boy Meets World? Ever watched that Local show? high school. Uh, Mr. Feeney's high school. John Adams High School. Mm. What was the real name of the mysterious Unabomber? Uh, Kaczynski. Ted. Ted Kaczynski. You got it. Two more. Who was the first host of MTV's House of Styles? 1993. Daisy. Uh, Daisy. Daisy. Incorrect. Oh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Was oh, man. Last one. What toy created as a prop for Home Alone 2 actually Talk became boy. a yep. real toy due to popular demand? Talkboy, the jam. Talkboy. That thing was awesome. Look at you guys. We're pretty good at this game. Yeah. We can do it We're again whenever good. you want. Okay. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. The best thing there is, look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that, was in, that was in Home Alone 1. <laughs> what, oh, you're talking about this. Uncle two. Frank. Talkboy was, uh, was New York? Two, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it's when he recorded his uh, uncle in the shower. Mm-hmm. Creep. All done that. What? Off to a creepy start. I have regrets. You most likely have regrets, and uh, maybe they're in the form of a tattoo, like my bad tattoo. I had mine taken care of from Clean Slate Tattoo Removal, and you can too. You can turn regret into relief painlessly and by the pros, and we are talking the latest in technology. It is a different game these days with Clean Slate Tattoo Removal. This is the only place servicing the entire Midwest. People have been coming from out of state to get rid of unwanted tattoos. Maybe it's a job stopper. Maybe it's affecting military service. Maybe it's an extra. Maybe you just a bad tattoo like mine. Get rid of it. Do it right. Do it with the pros right here in Creevecore, Missouri. See the testimonials. They're not going to lock you into anything and tell them that I sent you. They are amazing. Check them out online. Clean Slate Tattoo Removal STL.com. Hey, everybody, Jimmy Pardo here from the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. You are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. I told my son yesterday that, uh, you know, Comic-Con's coming to town April 5th, 6th, 7th, I want to say. April, yeah, 5th, 6th, and 7th. 6th and 7th, and he goes, oh, cool. I said, Aquaman's going to be there, and man. Yep, 5th through 7th. His eyes lit up. So did my daughter's. Oh, my kids actually asked about it last month because we went last year. And they're like, what? Oh, is that coming again? Are we going to yeah, go? Yeah. yeah, we got some uh, guests hopefully coming our way. Uh, not Aquaman. He's not going to come in. Uh, not uh, Sean not Sean Astin. He's not coming they politely in. Decline. But guys, we got maybe, maybe possibly Chris Kattan coming back. All right. He's going to be at Comic-Con. Also, uh, from the O.J. Simpson trial, Kato Kalen possibly coming in. And uh, maybe possibly coming in, you know him from American Pie and Rookie of the Year. Three first names, Thomas Ian Nichols. I love how these are all possible. Possible. They're going to be in town. They may be swinging by. <laughs> well, well, they're for honesty, sure coming to St. Louis. We just don't know if they're coming here. Yeah, it's, it's really scheduling because it's a weekend thing. Yeah, so if they're here early. Yeah, you don't know. You know, I, I I would like all those people to come in. That'd my, be great. My favorite is when I, I line up a guest and I get it all done. And maybe I'm working with a uh, a publicist that I haven't worked with before or something. And we get it all lined up. And I've told them the times that the show is on and they can do their own research. Yeah, we're a morning like, show. I'm like, all right, we're all set. Uh, how's 7 p.m.? Like, oh, no, that's, well. we're not coming in for that. I'm sorry. Riz is gone. He's off. The, the, bridge, the drawbridge is up. Oh, so there. So if you want to meet Aquaman... It's not for free. No, you can't do. Uh, uh, listen, and this is at all those. I mean, I guess had that's how they at make their all money. those con festivals. You you can't do. It's not like you could just walk up to William Shatner and go, "I'm going to stand in this line and say hello to him." 
You have to pay to get in, in that world. in that line. Well, I mean, you pay an admission, you know, no, no, to get no, into no, the no, dome. No, 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 no. But uh, you know, there's the extras. Yeah, the meet and greets. So how much is it to, so if I want to meet Jason Momoa. I'm going right now to see. From Aquaman and. Uh, I'm going to see what this all gets Game of Thrones. Here. Game of Thrones is on. He was my. Uh-huh. While. uh-huh. Here we go. All right. Jason Momoa. If I want to meet Jason Momoa. Go I'm, ahead. Here I'm, we go. I'm, cli- I'm clicking on the, the actual packages that they have. Mm-hmm. VIP packages. That's where I'm, I just clicked on a package. Okay, so. And that includes. So if I want to meet him. Oh, my goodness. I want to meet him. I get a VIP check-in, the badge, early entry, VIP lines for the autographs. I get to meet him, get his autograph. It'll cost me $429.99. You also get get some swag with that one. That's the the top tier. That's the VIP package, though. Yeah, you can do stuff where it's just an autograph or... Just a photo, or for that much, photo. we gotta go. I gotta go swimming with Aquaman, <laughs> <laughs> like a picture of me in a body of water. With so him. here we go, photo op with Aquaman. That's all I want. Photo op that includes an eight by ten professional print. Here we go. I gotta scroll all the way down. Jason Momoa. That'll cost you one fifty. Hey, listen. To meet him, one hundred fifty bucks per person. Um, let's see. I'll let you know. That's a great question. Because most uh, people are going in there with families. Yeah. It well, just it just says it just go. says a photo. Okay. All right. Please bring your printed photo op ticket with you to the photo ops area at the event. Well, that's fun. You got to remember, it's it's just like uh, you're not catching him on the street walking his dog or something. No, it's a business you're, thing. You're, you're getting a glossy. You're getting a, a photograph, which you would pay for anyway in the mall at one of those kiosks or something of Jason Momoa that you can have him sign. But now you're in it. Hey, listen, if you want to meet any any professional athlete, they go to those card stores and they charge too. So Yeah. It's too bad that when Jason's in town, the aquarium won't be done down at uh, Union Station. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be a good Just tie in there. down there and swim That's around right. with them a little bit. So if Chris Katan, could speak to the fishes. If Chris Katan yeah. comes in here, he gets a third-timers. Uh, he sure does. He doesn't know that. But. Yeah, but if we only got just a second-timer one, just don't tell him. Just give him the second-timer one. No, well, he deserves a third-timer. So what that means is we have two photographs with us and him in it. Do you know what that's worth? $65 times two. Ah. This Catan photo op is 65 bucks. 65 bucks for Catan? Wow. Wow. He is half a Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. <laughs> it is uh, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, February 7th through the 10th at America Center and the Dome, stlouisboatshow.com. Guess who's off the market? Jennifer Lawrence. She is engaged to her uh, boyfriend who is a uh, art gallery director. I don't know if it's Cookie Maroney or Cook Maroney. His first name is spelled uh, Cook with an E at the end of it. We're going to say Cookie just because it's cuter. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) She probably calls him Cookie. Cookie. Cook. Uh, He's 34. She's 28. They've been dating since last uh, summer. And as I said, he's a New York City uh, art director. One of his clients included Lena Dunham's dad. Oh. Which I thought was pretty... (laughs) Good for the resume (laughs) there. So she's getting married. Meanwhile, Charlie Sheen, man, married three times for a total of eight years. Married to Donna Peel from 95 to 96, Denise Richards from 02 to 06, Brooke uh, Brooke Miller from 08 to 2011. And guess what? Never again, he says. (laughs) Simple reason, he says, I suck at it. When you're really bad at something, there's no reason to keep pursuing it. And he said he doesn't have time now anyway. Doesn't fit into the current landscape. Or he doesn't have time because he's doing... Things. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of things. Like... Stuff. It's, that anger management stuff. show is not on anymore. Uh, he wants to do Two and a Half Men again as well. I so. mean, that's not... 
That's not currently going on. Currently, including him, the original people that want to do it are him. So uh-huh. I don't know if it's starting production just yet. Yesterday, we ran some very remarkable audio of Liam Neeson telling a uh, journalist that about 40 years ago, he sought out a random black person to kill after a close friend of his had been raped by a black person, if you want to replay a bit of that. Yeah. Piving up and down areas with a cush, hoping I'd be. What is a cush? Uh, some it, sort of like a hey, it's different. But listen to that again. It's, it's, is it cush, cush? Piving areas with a cush, cush, hoping I'd be uh, oh. approached. By somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. It's a club. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. He's got a very moist way of speaking, am mm. I right? I also love people that uh, <laughs> listen to that audio <laughs> never and heard that didn't. description before <laughs> and didn't and didn't research any of it. Because what he says is, he says black bastard. Yeah. And everybody bleeped it out. And somebody was like, I can't believe he threw the N-word around. No, like, no, no, no. You guys don't research things. Like, you got to you gotta read the full story. Yeah, so he's doing a, uh, hold on, what I meant to say was, and let me explain thing. And he was on Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. Uh, and this is him explaining what happened and why he said it. I was trying to show honor, stand up for my dear friend. And this terrible medieval fashion and I'm a fairly intelligent guy and that's why it, it kind of shocked me when I came down to earth after having these horrible feelings and I did seek help uh, I went to a priest I heard my confession and I was reared a Catholic I had two very very good friends that I talked to and believe it or not power walking Am I right about the moist way of speaking? Yeah. Is that a, is that the proper way of putting it? Yeah. yeah. This Very is moist. the uh, sauna room podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moist because mouth. Pond in his lungs. Two hours every day to get rid of this. And I'm I'm not racist. I, I this was nearly forty years ago. She just said an Irish or a Scot or a Brit mm-hmm. or a Lithuanian. I would I know I would have had the same effect. So the obvious question that Robin has to ask now. Okay. Do you think you actually would have done if if I if I yes. a black man yes. who had nothing to do? Yeah, I know. I that 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 was my feeling that I did want to lash out. Yes, because my friend was brutally raped, and I thought I was defending her honor. What are you hoping that people will learn from you making these statements? To talk, to open up, to to talk about these things. You know, we all pretend we're all kind of. You know, politically correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this country, it's the same in my own country too. You sometimes just scratch the surface and you discover this racism and bigotry, and it's there. Uh, I, I mean, know, I don't man. know what that means, but I mean, it's forty years ago, right? You can are people crucifying him? A little bit here and there, yeah. It's that he didn't do it. Well, but here's the the, the a point that Robin brings up, who is black. Uh, is that uh, she said more, and she isn't, these these are my words, not hers, but it's just the fact that an innocent person, whatever color, would have died if But he some, didn't do it. Right. I, I get that. But the fact that in his, to me, it's it's more than it was a black guy and I'm going to go try to find him. It's just that an innocent person would have died no matter what color. That had nothing to do with his friend's situation. 
That's pretty startling as well. And so you asked if he's getting backlash. His new movie, which is called Cold Pursuit, will have its premiere in New York City later this week, but they have canceled the red carpet thing. I think they canceled the red carpet in L.A. too. I, it makes sense because what happens when you're on the red carpet? You, you get asked questions. questions out and... Uh, that'll definitely happen. Uh, Rami Malek, who uh, played the lead in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, finally talking about working with that director, Brian Singer, who got fired uh, during, what, the last couple of weeks, I guess it was, because he stopped showing up. And as it turns out, he was doing bad things. Quote, in my situation with Brian, it was not pleasant. Not at all. That's about what I all I can say at this particular point. Uh, Brian was fired. I don't think that was something anyone saw coming, but I think that had to happen, and it did. And uh, two weeks before the wrap of the of the shoot, which is can't nuts. wait for the sequel. And the um, <laughs> there's you know gonna be what, a second one. <clears throat> you know what movies I forgot that he did? Brian Singer. Yeah, all the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... He's got a pretty a Memento, I believe he did uh, as Memento. well. Memento. I thought that was a. Uh, oh no, was no, what was it? That was. What did he do? It's Christopher Nolan. He did all the X Men stuff. He did Usual Usual Suspects. Was it? Was it? Pie. One of those kind of. Time out. Damn it. Pie was. Wasn't Pie Aronofsky or? I don't know. I'm looking it up. (laughs) Actually, Tony's looking it up. He did the X Men. He did the newer uh, one of the newer Supermans. Valkyrie. Maybe that's it. Was it Biodome? No, he didn't do that. (laughs) Burn. No. All I know is I went to show Star my... Trek Nemesis. No. Look up in the sky. Color me Olsen, Trick or Treat, Valkyrie, X-Men First Class, Jack the Giant Slayer. You want me to kill him? X-Men Taking of Deborah Logan, X-Men Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What do you think about X-Men for, for, for kiddos? So my nine-year-old son, uh, he, he made like something. He's like, this Anything is Anything cool. but Logan. That, and that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I, I remembered, like, what was across the line. Obviously, Logan was way across the line. But I think, weren't a couple of those Wolverine movies, like, not so friendly? No, I think I think anything is acceptable except for Logan. It is? Oh, yeah, okay. I think so. Because I think... Because even if they're violent and, and he's kicking ass, yeah. there's no blood and gore, really. I mean, there's very minimal... Logan is... Well, that's n- a tough one. It'll cost you a fortune because <laughs> none of them are on Netflix. So they're all rentables, you know? And I was like, well, we should start at the beginning. I don't know what the beginning was because there's 11 of them or, or however many x I like, I like those x I love all of them. Yeah, we're I can't about wait to go, for the next one. We're about to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, Bud Light accused Miller Light and Coors Light of brewing their beers with corn syrup in their uh, Super Bowl ad, if you guys remember. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not exactly Tupac versus Biggie, but uh, Miller responded with a long message on Twitter saying, quote, the corn syrup we source from America's heartland helps make Miller Light taste so great. What might have gotten a little lost between the parties and the wings is the distinction between corn syrup and high fructose corn syrup. To be clear, corn syrup is a normal part of the brewing process used by many of your favorite brewers and does not even end up in the beers you enjoy as it gets consumed by the yeast during the fermentation. So probably going to be going You guys all need to hug it out. Yeah, please do. Alec Baldwin revealed on Ellen's show the other day a very good reason for freaking out. Remember, he got in trouble because his wife was holding a spot for him. Somebody tried to pull in. Alec gets into a confrontation, supposedly hit the guy, goes to court, and now he has to do anger management classes. Here's his reason for doing it. Did I have an argument with the guy? Yeah, I thought he was going to run my wife over with his car when he was stealing my parking spot. Okay, well, 
Corner spots are hard to come by in New York City. Yeah, so and he says he was accused of throwing punches <laughs> at the guy, and he said cameras and video everywhere, nothing ever showed anybody hit anybody. He also said he and I are really good friends now, which I don't think is true. I don't think that's true. Yesterday, NBC confirmed that the February 24th Oscars telecast will indeed have no host whatsoever. Obviously, Kevin Hart abandoned the gig back in December after the homophobic tweets from like eight years ago came out. This will be the first time since 89 that the Oscars will not have a host. As with that year, it's just going to be various celebrity presenters coming out and kind of filling that void. Uh, if you're a friend or a friend, a fan of Modern Family, good news and bad news, show has been renewed for an 11th season. Bad news is that'll be the last season. I think that's good. I think yeah. that's that show has pretty much run its course. I don't think anybody's going to complain about that, right? Probably even the cast is probably, you know, let's go out while we're yeah, relatively... I Okay, with that show ending. Yeah. Okay, you can have your fancy Trader Joe's. What'd you talk about Trader Joe's food yesterday? It was the mango. Oh, the frozen food section. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, the 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 orange chicken. Yeah. The mandarin orange chicken. Mandarin orange Ooh, chicken. And I looked it up. Boy. It was like four bucks. Four bucks. Trader Joe's. They have a pretty good frozen food section. What's the other thing they have really good? Their hash browns. They have the they have the belt buckle hash browns there. <laughs> oh yeah, and they come in like a little cardboard tray. Yeah, and like the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. And you say their cheeses are good there too. They have good wine. Wine, maybe that's what it is. Well, Aldi, I'm gonna get you to Aldi for the cheeses because they have some new cheeses coming out based on '80s rock bands. Def Leppard, Guns N' Roses. Uh, the cheeses are hitting stores today. Very limited edition. Aldi cheeses. Yeah, but it's it's all in the name. So there's some Aldi cheeses. <laughs> pour some Gouda on me is one of them. I see what they're doing. Sweet cheddar of mine is one. <laughs> see? See? There you go. Oh, you got me, Aldi. Six of them all together. There's also Girls Just Want to Have Fontina. Billy Goat is my lover. They're not all A+. Plus. No, it's... Total Eclipse of the... What cheese? Fart. Fart. No. Havarti. Yes. <laughs> And wake me up before you goat goat. I'm not really sure what that <laughs> uh, Cheeses will be $3.49 while supplies last. And finally, and I say this finally, uh, Tool frontman Mater James Keenan has finally confirmed that the band's highly anticipated new album, rumored to come out in April, will in fact not come out in April. A fan asked him on the Twitter, and his response, no. Okay. That's all he said. No. Well, what's it, 13 years between records? Something okay. like that. We just don't want to rush it. But they got a bunch of, uh, they got some shows coming up in May and June, so. Honestly, as a fan of that band, and they only release their stuff in in CD or record form, I don't know how I will listen to the new record, because I do not have a CD player at home, nor in my car. Yeah, the one, one of the ways that I listen to it, and, and I hate doing this because the band is not getting paid for it. Well, you got to rip it. No, 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 is, uh, is on YouTube. If you're going through, the weird thing is though, they I think they've said or a representative has, has said that they won't even chase people that put up their stuff to to video. So there's this one song in particular called The Pot. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that song. I love that song. It chills me out. It's a great song, yeah. I yeah. love it. It's on YouTube and a guy put like an animation behind it. And it's really cool. But it's not it's not a, it's not the band's video. And it's unfortunate because the thing's got like six million views. And you're just like, man, I'm trying to give you my money, man. I'm one of the few that's all about you. Yeah. Yeah, and they won't say why they're not on the streaming platforms. No, and Maynard said, what, last week or two it's weeks ago? It's not his fault. It's not somebody him. else. His other bands are on there, so that's what he says. Weird. I think really the brains behind that band is Adam Jones, Adam, who's yeah. the guitarist. Like, I, I think it's pretty much his band. 
Uh, and for some reason, he's not down with the streams. Which I get in the beginning of where, where they were standing. Yeah, because you want to totally see your, you know, you don't want individual tracks kind of being taken out of what the what the entire piece is. The but can't can't you do? Or, I know on iTunes you can do like you can only buy album full albums. I, I, well, yeah, but you also got to remember too that the, the splits are not in the musicians' favor. With right, digital. of course, yeah. Uh, Crappy Birthdays, Charlie Heaton. That is Jonathan Byers on Stranger Things. He's 25. Alice Eve from the uh, movie She's Out of My League and Men in Black 3, smoking. She's 37. Rick Astley is 53. Axel Rose is 57. Tom Brokaw. He is 79 years old. Bukaki. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was in Men in Black. He was Patches in Dodgeball. But his uh, most famous role, at least in my mind, is him being so hammered in real life that he broke into a bank thinking that it was his house. Rip Torn is 88 I be- years old. I believe that was an ambient thing. Mugshot, too. Yeah. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Layla Black. And today's birthday girl's gone up and down more than a bouncy ball on a trampoline in 57 fine films, including The Anal Bar, Hot Bush Volume 10, (laughs) Outstanding Hands Volume 2, Orgy Island, she's in a movie called Macho Grandpa's Volume 2, and who can forget her unforgettable role in You're a Public Disgrace? Mm. Layla Black, 32 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy per- birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Here's what you don't do. Don't be like me and avoid going to the dentist because you're terrified of it for almost 15 years and completely damaging your mouth and now going to Foley Dental Group and having them do some extra work to get my mouth healthy. Listen, I'm on the path to get healthy mouth, but you need to make sure that you go to Foley Dental Group now and have them do all the preventive work. They're amazing at what they do. Technology, unbelievable. The facility, unbelievable. The friendliness of the folks over there, unbelievable. Chocolate chip cookies, unbelievable. FoleyDentalGroup.com out in Maryville, Illinois. Listen, it's worth giving them a call. It's worth going out there. They'll take care of you. It's Foley Dental Group. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. You guys watched the hockey game last night? Oh, uh, yeah. Sure done, Dave. Well, I, should, I should say yesterday evening. Six o'clock, great start time. Love yep. it. You'll love tomorrow's start time, too. Six charity. Yeah. I do like that time. Um, so I had it. We were eating dinner in the, in the kitchen. Had the had the game on in the background. And Patrico texts me. He goes, hey, it's nice to hear the Rich Show mentioned on the Blues game. On the Blues game broadcast. And I go, damn it. The only time I wasn't watching. Yeah, I saw that, too. And immediately got a text from a friend of mine going, hey, man, where can I buy one of those hats? I go, you can't, dude. The only the only time I turned away from the game was mm-hmm. when they, they talked about race show night. Uh, February 23rd, Enterprise Center. It's the Blues. It's the Bruins. Buy your tickets now. 1057thepoint.com slash blues. Promo code Rizzuto. And uh, you get that. Blues Riz Show knit stocking cap. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great afternoon. Yeah, it's an afternoon game. Saturday, that'll be fun. We'll run around doing all the in game stuff and live music. We'll meet and greet. Can't wait. So I want to see you guys down there. 1057thepoint.com slash blues. Promo code Rizzuto. It's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. Okay, so man, I, I didn't know who to go with. As far as the beach bag of the day. So it's, it's going to be up to you guys. I have some nominees for you. So you'll vote via Twitter. Who do you think the douchebag of the day is? And I got four options for you. Here is uh, option number one. 
there is a 27-year-old guy in India, in India, and he wants to sue his parents for bringing him into the world without his permission. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a comedian of the day. I'm going to say that again. A guy from India wants to sue his parents for bringing him into the world without his permission. And there's, there's a video of this guy talking about it. There's a video on YouTube. He talks about how we shouldn't automatically respect our elders, including our parents. <laughs> <laughs> so, here he is. You don't have to respect them. What is this logic? Your parents are two people who just wanted a good night together and then they had you. You don't have to respect them for that. Having a child makes your life in society much easier. They owe you, if anything. Does this guy... Never mind. I'm not voting for him because he's got some pretty sound I'm going to say he's got some solid points. (laughs) I mean, haven't you seen that thing that you hang up in your house that says uh, anybody can be a father, but it takes a man to be a dad? (laughs) (laughs) You guys haven't seen that? No? So what he's saying... No, I know know the saying. I'll invite you over. So what he's saying is why should you respect them for having a night of fun and then all of a sudden there you are. And he goes on. You... If anything, they claim that they get, you gave them joy when you were born. Many of them claim this. So basically, you are their asset. Why should you respect them? You respect them if you feel like respecting them. <laughs> this guy does realize that one plus one equals two. If you take one of those ones away, the two goes away too, correct? Like he gets yes, that? Yes, I think he's got some solid points, but again, he What's wants division to sue to his parents. <laughs> He wants to sue his parents okay. for bringing him into the world. And the judge goes, you know what? All right, that's fine. You're awarded $1 million and kill him. Because if you don't like that, you don't get to live. What? <laughs> What's he suing for? Do what do you know? mean, what? I don't know. So he, so without that happening, there is no you. Right. Yeah. So if you, you, listen, I agree with you. I'm on the side of you. I think that you should sue your parents for bringing you into this world without your permission. So here is your judgment in the form of $1 million. But because I'm giving you this million dollars and I agree with you, I'm going to have to kill you because you don't deserve to be on this earth. Has your father, sense. Has your father ever you said this mean? to you? It doesn't make any sense. The only thing that would make sense with, is if I awarded you a million dollars, it would have a caveat or a, whatever to say that if you have a kid, that kid's now in charge of this money. Has your has your dad ever said my, this to my you? My brain just exploded. Yeah. I brought you into this world. Oh, I can god. take you out of this uh, world. Oh my god. <laughs> How many times has he said that? <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, that's your first option. My dad didn't say that. Your first option. He said, "I charged you on Discover card and I can get my money back." <laughs> Cuz you were adopted. Yes, on a Discover card. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. I have the receipt. How cool is that? You have your own. You guys receipt, have huh? birth certificates and pictures. You have I don't a receipt. Have oh, nice. I have a receipt. <laughs> so, what do you want to call this guy? Who's uh, this guy? This is. Oh uh, man, yeah, I don't know. Well, um, I mean, you got to put it. Son of the year. <laughs> son of the. I mean, you got to put it. Yeah, oh, in the Twitter for, poll. for the poll. Okay, um, so, suing. So kid. this is guy wants to sue parents. I, you don't have to come up with a name. Just a just a guy suing parent parents. sewer. Parent sewer. Okay. Parent. S-E-W-E-R. Okay, here is your second nominee for Douchebag of the Day. Security cam at a restaurant in England filmed a woman plucking her own hair and putting it on a slice of pizza so she and a friend could get a refund. And it clearly shows. And the friend is in on it, 
and and you could see her rearranging the hair in the slice. The plan worked, and they got a refund. But the staff noticed the hair, the hair color on the pizza didn't match anyone on the shift. So that's why they looked at the video. Hmm. Pizza matched the eyebrows is what you're saying. What a mm-hmm. jerk. Mm-hmm. And again, you could, it, it looks like a pretty fancy place, too. You see the video? No. It's like a pretty swanky kind of pizza joint. Hmm. And this, this ain't your run-of-the-mill pizza parlor. Right. So that, so she didn't eat the pizza. She paid for it, haired it. It looks like she may have taken back. a couple bites. What a tool. Mm. Plucked her own hair. Listen, she could put it on a piece of the of the whole pie. Oh, I see. What and you're then, you know, you eat a couple slices and you get the rest right. for free. Yeah, you get eat two or three slices and then try to get all your And money try to get it all for free. So, and there's video of her putting her own hair on some pizza to get a refund. That's nominee number two, who we will call Pizza Hair Lady. Okay. Pizza Hair Lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> Here is your third nominee for Douchebag of the Day. And this is from the great state of New Jersey. And I know we've all seen the video of this guy speaking of scams. Now, it's important to remember, just like the, the, the pizza hair ladies, there are pretty much cameras everywhere these days. A guy is looking at charges after he was caught on camera throwing ice on the ground and faking a slip and fall in this alleged fraud scheme. And the Middlesex County, New Jersey prosecutor's office says that this guy, 57-year-old, Alexander Goldinsky was working as an independent contractor when a security camera recorded the incident. And you could see him. He's at like a like the drink. Oh, yeah. This guy's the an drink idiot. dispenser. He's a terrible actor, too. He's a terrible actor. So he'd go, you get the cup, and you, you know, put your put your drink in there. The self-service beverages. Self-service beverage stand station. And he takes some ice, throws it on the floor, and you could see him pretending to fall. And he filed a false insurance claim for an ambulance ride and treatment at a local hospital. And he's looking at charges of insurance fraud and theft by deception. Well, insurance fraud's not a little deal. So that's our third nominee for Douchebag of the Day. I have it, uh, Soda Machine Faker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? Yeah. Parent Sewer, Pizza Hair Lady, Soda Machine Faker, and... And finally, our fourth nominee for Douchebag of the Day. This one may get my vote, but I could be swayed if you make a good case for the other three. So this is from Lando Lakes, Florida. So you got 50-year-old Edward Abernathy. He was arrested after he stole 900 bucks. I should say that Edward is an elementary school principal, and he stole the 900 bucks from a nine-year-old student of his. Oh, man. Nice guy. So back in October... The nine-year-old brought $2,100 of his parents' money to school. Once teachers realized that, they took it, counted it, locked it in the principal's office. The kid's mom went down to the school to collect the money four days later. Principal Edward handed her a wad of money. There you go. Have a nice day. And as she's walking back to her car, she counted the cash and realized that Edward had only handed her $1,200. Remember, it was... $2,100. She talked to the son's teacher thinking maybe there had been a mix-up with the count. There wasn't. The mom called the sheriff's office. A deputy interviewed the family. The principal, the school staff, the deputy found out that Principal Edward had counted the money himself 
verified that it was $2,100 and that he had later hidden it inside of a speaker on top of a shelf in his office. And he changed the story he told the deputy a couple times. He was suggesting the 90-year-old could have taken the missing $900. Wow. So when the deputy told him that the kid reaching the speaker, you know, it was six feet off the ground, would be pretty much impossible for an elementary school-aged kid. The principal said, yeah, it would, it, it would be a bit of a reach. So he says the kid basically broke back into his office and stole the 100 right. bucks. Wow. Um, and this guy, by the way, makes about 91 grand a year as principal. And he was booked into the Land Lakes Detention Center on a charge of grand theft. So he's still $900 from a nine-year-old kid. Principal thief. And that is your fourth <clears throat> douchebag of the day nominee. So activate the poll. Activated. And you'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z show. So you got the guy who wants to sue his parents for giving birth to him. Mm -hmm. You got the woman putting her own hair on some pizza to get a refund. You have the slip and fall faker. And you have the elementary school principal who stole 900 bucks from a nine-year-old kid. Who is it going to be? Who gets your vote? Um, I be, be, because the kids involved and parents, the principal gets the vote for me. But close second and close second, um, definitely would be the soda machine faker. Yeah, and this is why. <clears throat> Not only is he a jerk and he's and he's faking this and lying and fraud and blah blah blah, but he's involving other people more so than the pizza lady and and the other the other guy. Because think if you're the employee at this place and you come over and you think somebody's fallen and the the potential hysteria you may go through and anxiety you're, you're dealing with with a man on the floor calling an ambulance this and that also thinking about think about premiums now going up because you've had an incident in mm -hmm. your place mm -hmm. that's a great point too i didn't even think about and that. and employees are worried about this guy faking it laying on the ground and people can stay, take stuff from the store as well mm -hmm. people can drive off from the gas pumps all that stuff can happen too i, I wouldn't even think of that part oh, I, would, I mean i'm just saying that along with all this other I, stuff i'm thinking it's because of guys like this we pay a lot of money for insurance mm. correct and this affects you in the long run. If the yeah, other guy, if, if the other guy had stolen or tried to steal money from somebody else, and it wasn't a nine-year-old, soda machine guy would have taken this for me. Hmm. And again, he got the principal stealing nine hundred bucks from a kid, yeah. and then blaming the kid. Who do you got, Jeff? That's I'm going with the principal. And at first, I thought nothing would blow away the kid who's trying to sue his parents. But that's something. <laughs> that's something I. It's think not even is, a kid. It's a twenty-seven-year-old well, I mean, guy. Yeah, twenty-seven. A man. I just think that's something that's going to eventually be silly, and the judge is going to say, get the hell out of here. And the pizza uh, uh, hair plucker, I, that's been done before. People fake put stuff on their food and try to get refunds. And honestly, the ice fall guy, that's been done before as well. But ice, ice guy would be second, and I'll go first with the stealing from the nine-year-old and then throwing the nine-year-old under the bus. All for, And he lost a job where he made $91,000 a year for 900 bucks. Mm -hmm. Who do you got? It's the principal. Principal? I don't know. It's either, it's either slip and fall guy or principal for me. It's, it's neck and neck. But it's up to you guys. Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z show. And uh, we will have the results in about a half hour, 45 minutes. We'll leave the uh, voting up there. Up after the break, though, we do want to give away some prizes. We got tickets to go see Candlebox over at the pageant on Sunday. It's one of our Berkman shows. We have tickets to go see Fiddler next Wednesday over at Del Mar Hall. That's the 13th, one week from today. And we got tickets for our big summer show featuring Third Eye Blind and Jimmy Eat World, or one of the big summer shows. 
happening on June the 25th over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. After the break, it's been a while. We haven't played this in a long time. It's the Craigslist Price is Right. So, Patrico will read you the description of an item, which, uh, you know, these are items available on Craigslist. Kind of wacky stuff here. Kind of? <laughs> but depending, depending on... Well, it's, it's okay, it's wacky stuff. <laughs> uh, and uh, you guys on the phone will have to, uh, in Price is Right rules, guess how much the item is. Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time. And that menu that has been there forever is so good with the pizza and the wings and the tacos and the burgers and everything. Those are still there. But Hot Shots does this. They kind of add new things on the menu all the time. So check out all the great new stuff. I know they got that hangover burger that's got egg, that's got chili, and it's open kind of slinger style. Yes, that sounds fantastic. If there's a Blues game, home or away, it's going to be on one of the millions of TVs at all the Hot Shots around town. It's Hot Shots, Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time. It's Drew Lynch, and you're listening to The, the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Who titled this? Rap Core Still Sells, right? Well, it's got the DJ, it's got the hard guitars. Which which kind of brings up this point, and uh, our buddy Haas sent this over last night to me. I guess there's a change.org petition going around to get Limp Bizkit to play the <laughs> halftime show next year at the Super Bowl. Somebody in this room has already signed it. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> signed. That band Shared. is pretty awesome. Where is this? Limp Bizkit? For the Super Bowls? Yeah, you know, it's a big venue. Halftime. Super Bowl next year. You gotta admit, let's make it happen. It's pretty impossible to not enjoy those early records. Oh my now. God! What, what, a couple years ago, they were pops. I had a blast. I saw, I saw Limp Bizkit and Machine Gun Kelly at the pageant, and it was, in my entire concert concert going years, it is top three of my favorite concerts of all time. Wow! He came out. Fred Durst came out, and you could tell the second that he walked out there because he was he, wearing a red hat. He, no, you could tell the second that he walked out I there, think. he was like, he he walked out going, you're either going to love this or you're here to see MGK. And that's it. And he just he killed it. I mean, he destroyed it. That was the same day that I got to sit down and, and interview him. So it was like, that's fun. I was already, you know, at, at a high there. So mm-hmm. they were fun back in the day. I'm a West fan too. Still. I, mm-hmm. I'll tell oh, yeah. you, um, they may get a, a bad, uh, bad reputation, but man, they were all nice guys. I'm sure they still are very nice guys. They always were to me. Maybe it was because I was a radio guy and interviewing them, and you know, they got to <laughs> be nice. But maybe they're decent people. You never I don't know. know man. I don't know. I never let's, had a bad experience. Let's go with that. Then they're okay. just good dudes. All right, let's uh, give away some stuff. We got tickets for the Third Eye Blind Jimmy Eat World Big Summer Show happening on June 25th. We got tickets for the Candlebox Show happening this Sunday over at the pageant, and we got tickets to go see Fiddler next Wednesday over at Del Mar Hall. We're gonna play the Craigslist Price is Right. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Okay, so Tony will read the description of an item, and these uh, items are, are found on Craigslist. And you guys on the phone will have to guess how much the item is. Price is the right rules. Closest but not going over wins. So use some uh, strategy if you're going to play. 314 692 5537. Shall we say hello to our contestants? Hi. Okay, on line one, we have James. Hello, James. Hello. All right, you are contestant number one. Hang on, please. Contestant number two is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. How's it going, Riz? Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Hang on, Governor. And 
We've got Chuck. Hello, Chuck. What's up, buddy? All right, Chuck, hang on one oh, second. You are contestant. Right Chuck just buddied you. Yeah, he buddied you. <laughs> All right, buddy, hang hey, on. What's, what's up there, Chief? <laughs> just by name only and voice, I'm going with James as a winner. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> you got to go with Anthony. Mm-hmm. Carry on. I, I do not. All right, Tony, ready to uh, give us the description of the item? I am, Riz. Let's get the appropriate music. It is the Craigslist. Price is right. All right, Riz, the next item for bid on the Craigslist Price is Right is a collection of girls' toddler clothes, various sizes. The post reads, hello, I'm a 28-year-old from San Jose, California, and have been collecting girls' toddler clothes for just over five years. I have everything for every season. I don't have any kids, so my collection is starting to get a little overwhelming. Oh, my God. Okay, that's not creepy. I have hooded sweatshirts to tank tops, tennis shoes to flip-flops, formal dresses to two-piece swimsuits. I'm looking to unload the entire lot as soon as possible. Not looking to break the bank, but it's a pretty large collection. If I had to guess, I would say it's anywhere between 100 to 150 pieces. Quick replies appreciated. Thank you. All right, so that is the collection of toddler clothes from somebody who doesn't have any kids. Before I write down my guess, were there pajamas or no? Because those are a little more expensive. I don't know. Okay. I'll just say yes. Probably. I couldn't tell in the in the picture. It was just, I mean, honestly, the picture was almost overwhelming mm. because you click on the picture and it's just clothes everywhere. All right, so this 28-year-old creepster has been collecting toddler clothes for just over five years. So we're playing Price the Right Rules. Closest without going over will win. All right, James, how much for the collection of toddler clothes? Let's say 75 bucks. 75 bucks. That is the first bid. $75. Anthony, the okay. toddler clothes, how much? I will say 75. 75. Oh, we already have a 75. Oh, shoot. Um, I'll go 65 then. 65. Hang on. And Chuck, how much for the toddler clothes? Uh, I'm going to go with 100 bucks even. 100 bucks even. Okay. So, again, collection of toddler clothes. A 28-year-old guy from San Jose has been collecting this stuff for five years, and he's just got to get rid of them. We have a $75 bid, $65 bid, and a $100 bid. Actual retail price is... Where's the actual Craigslist price is... $400. Wow, so that means Chuck. Chuck, you win with a $100, $100 bid. Heck yeah. All right, hang on one second. We will get your info. 400 bucks. Damn. Now, here's what I was thinking. Yikes. And again, I couldn't tell what was what, but this is in California. Oh, California uh, dollars. Oh, yeah. This is in California where things are a little more pricey. He's got between 100 and 150 pieces. See, and if you th- think about it, $2 per item. Yeah, I mean, see, I was thinking dollar per item for, for like garage sale stuff. Yeah. But California, yeah. I don't know. It could be nice stuff. I, I Again, I don't know. Is there any granimals in that? I did see. I did see. I was looking for a lion in jeans. I did see Ashka or Ashbagash or whatever. <laughs> or Ashgash Ashgash Bagash. Bagash. Yeah, yeah. That was, oh, there was some Ashgash Bagash wow. stuff. Ooh. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's vintage stuff. Yeah. Four hundred bucks. I, I need more information. Like, what why? is this guy's How deal? about why he has all this? Because you said uh, he has no he got kids. No kids. I have everything for every season. Why does he have to unload this stuff as soon as possible? (laughs) Put in the subject line, I'm not a cop. All right, let's uh, (laughs) let's do another round here. Uh, Let's get our contestants. We have Chris in Collinsville. Hello, Chris. Yes, sir. All right, hang on one second. You are contestant number one. 
We have Brett in St. Charles. Brett? Hey, what's going on? You are contestant number two. Hang on. And we have Ryan in House Springs. Yes, sir. All right, Ryan, you are contestant number three. Ryan's polite. I'm going to go with Ryan. I'm going Brett. How about you read the description first? Here we go. The item up for bids is... The next item for bid on the Craigslist Price is Right is the laces from a pair of boots Bon Jovi wore to a Philadelphia Soul Arena football game. Whoa, wow. The post reads, excuse me, <clears throat> back in 2005, I was working security at some events around the Philadelphia area. I got to run into some pretty impressive people, but no one more impressive than John Bon Jovi himself. I was no working. One. <laughs> no one whatsoever besides John Bon Jovi. You had an Most arena impressive. football game. Yeah. I was working security at uh, I was working security near the owner's box and heard a conversation that he was having on his way out. He said one of the laces on his boots broke and he tossed it and was upset because it was a favorite pair of boots. I walked into the box, fished them out of the trash can, and kept them. I had them placed in a small frame and have kept them on display in my house ever since. However, I don't need them anymore and have fallen into some hard times, so I am selling them. I have posted an ideal price, but will entertain all offers. I could send more pictures if needed. So these are. Bon Jovi boot laces. Are, are we taking his word for it, or is there any sort of proof at all? Or? I would imagine that we just kind of take his word for yeah, it. I don't I think Bon Jovi has given a certificate of, of authenticity, authenticity to this. Mm. That'd be pretty cool, though. All right, so Bon Jovi boot laces. Closest without going over. Chris in Collinsville, how much? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and go with $300. $300. Okay. Brett, how much for Bon Jovi's boot laces? Uh, I'm thinking he wants 150. 150. Okay. I like it, Brad. I like it. And Ryan in House Springs. Ryan. Yes, sir. How much for Bon Jovi's bootlaces? We are going to go $65. $65. That's a good I will tell do. you, one of you is exactly right. Oh. One of you is exactly right. Yeah, right now it would be the sounder where it goes tick, 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 tick. I don't have that. Sound. I know, but I just made it. I don't, so we're good. I don't have it. <laughs> you don't need it. So Bon Jovi boot laces procured from a garbage can at a <laughs> Philadelphia Soul Arena football game. Actual retail, well, actual Craigslist price is... Riz, the actual Craigslist price is... $150! <laughs> and that means that, Brett, you win. Yeah, hey, Brett, Brett congratulations. You oh, sweet. It. I got it exactly right. Exactly right. Hang on one second. We will get your info. It's pretty impressive. Very impressive. How much would you pay <laughs> for one of Bon Jovi's bootlaces? One fifteen, not a dime over. A dollar fifteen. Well, no, not 115, <laughs> but yeah, it depends on the year. Well, I'm glad we gave away some stuff. And yeah, by the way, man. speaking of Craigslist, tomorrow, John Patrico is going to be here. Three brand new ads for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. On the program, I believe uh, we, we've narrowed down uh, the ads. Uh, and we are going to South Africa tomorrow. Where else? South Africa, I uh, believe somewhere in the UK, mm -hmm. and America's hat. Canada, yes. Oh. Hey, it's Jeff Burton. I am curious if you suffer from sinus infections, congestion, or sinus headaches. If you have recurring issues with your sinuses, go see Dr. Gould at the St. Louis sinus center he specializes in that balloon sinus dilation and it is a proven procedure it is going to help you out it is going to treat your sinus issues they got locations in festus they got a location in frontenac as well and the doctor and his staff 
will make you feel amazing. I've been there. I've seen it. It works. Call 314-473-5433 or visit stlsinuscenter.com. They'll help you out. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Phone number 314-692-5537. That's 314-6Walker. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. You uh, can send your emails over, Riz Show, at 1057thepoint.com. So earlier we asked you guys to vote for the douchebag of the day, and we gave you four different options. And if you would, Moon, please shut down the votes. Okay. Thank you very much. It's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. Okay. So here's how it shook out. And thank you guys for voting. In fourth place with just 2% of your votes, it was the woman who put her own hair on some pizza to get a refund. Caught on camera. You see the video? I did not yet. Yeah, watch the video. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious what she did, and she had a friend with her who kind of yeah. That was I just uh, an watched accomplice. it. An accomplice, yeah. Uh, that was one of the worst parts about it. Yeah, it should go here. It looks more realistic. And and by the way, the uh, the the staff noticed. Hey, the hair color on the pizza does not match anyone here on this shift. But she still got money, so she scammed a pizza joint. Yeah, never pick a pizza place to do this to that only hires redheads. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, and it was what? What's seven pounds in dollars? Uh, uh, like nine bucks, ten bucks. <laughs> I mean, come on. So two. And oh, listen, yep, all it's these clear as day. All these people were douchey, but there's one that is the superior douche of the day. Uh, in uh, in uh, third place with 11 percent of your votes, it was the guy who wants to sue his parents for giving birth to him without his consent. Just sounds like a rotten son. Mm-hmm. The worst. And is actually taking his parents to court to sue them, to get money from them. Because he was brought into this world without permission. You got to be kidding me. And he rationalizes it too. You're runner up with 12% of the votes. It was the guy caught on camera faking a fall at work. He threw some ice on the floor, mm-hmm. pretended to slip and fall, caught on camera, Took an ambulance ride, treatment of the hospital, and it was all it was all a scam. I'm sure a lawsuit for the place of uh, place of business was coming next, but he was busted. And here you go, your official douchebag of the day. With 75% of your votes, it was the elementary school principal who stole 900 bucks from a nine-year-old. The kid, for some reason, got a hold of 2100 bucks from his parents. The mom came down to pick up the money, and the principal gave back 1200 of the 2100 And so I, I, don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't know, man. Maybe it was the 9-year-old that stole the 900 bucks. And people are like, well, how come the 9-year-old's not the douchebag of the day? First of all, come on. Nine. How did he get a hold of that money? I don't know. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is a principle. Yeah, he made yeah. a decision to do this. One of the few people that you just you just have to trust. Yeah. You know, to to run the operation you're sending your kid to half the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there's nothing better than having your kids in that that grade school, middle school age, and they have a kick-ass principal. You know what I mean? A good principal. I had a great high school principal. 
The great too. high school principal. I I see the one that the principal that was in charge of Jeff's kids almost every Blues game. Yeah, yeah. and he That's is he is fantastic. Yeah, he's he's a great guy, great guy. This guy's a dick. Yeah. This guy's a douche. Mm. And sure, the kid. Listen, I'm sure the kid's going to be grounded. This is the whole. Hey, uh, you know we. Uh, we had this big drug bust. You know, they got uh, 100 pounds of pot. And they turn in, you know, 90 pounds of pot. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. Did we say 100? It was four. It was, it was four. Yeah, four seemed, pounds. I mean, right. it seemed like 100. The text must have had an extra zero. It was only 10. So Edward John Abernathy, the principal of the school in Lando Lakes, Florida, is today's official douchebag of the day. That he's got to be punished. I mean, legally, he's going to be punished, but he's right. also got some ratio punishment coming his way. So, Patrico, if you would, a little, little recipe for, yeah, uh, for his punishment. Yeah, you, you know, would. I feel it like... It starts with... I feel like it's only fitting that we let the nine-year-olds get things going first with a little bit of a douche beatdown. All right, let's... Uh, Send in the nine-year-olds. All right, here we go. Douche, 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 douche. Too. Yeah, lots of soccer players. Followed by? Uh, then the kid himself obviously made a mistake, uh, and then this this principal screwed him over. So give him a taser and let him have his way. Okay. Taser, taser, taser. <laughs> and finally. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to put this principal in front of the PTA board. And you know they just changed the rules, and now they're a firing squad. Oh, no. So, the PTA flash <laughs> slash firing squad, yeah. Ready! Aim! Fire! He will be missed. How do I get out of that board? Because <laughs> that sounds We need like new fun. basketball unis. Get up there. That just get sounds up there. like fun. <laughs> Again, thank you all for your votes. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red at now offering the two-for-you with salads and pizzas. So about 10 months ago, all those bikes started popping up around the city. There were there were the Lime bikes, and there were the, uh, the Ofo bikes. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Ofo went away pretty quickly. And remember what Ofo... They couldn't find all their bikes. People were stealing them and chopping them up. and They were finding them in the Mississippi River. Yeah. I think at its peak, Lime. Lime had like 1,500 bikes, you know, out and about town. And now, according to the Lime people, they're going to replace the bikes with electric scooters. So that's it. They're going to they're gonna take the bikes away, and it's just going to be electric scooters. Because once the scooters came out last year, nobody rode the bikes anymore. Right, yeah. Like, oh, pedal? Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, it's smart to get rid of them. Just focus on the scooters. And a uh, spokesman said, quote, in uh, St. Louis and the surrounding communities, Lime riders are overwhelmingly choosing Lime electric products as their preferred, and their word, micro-mobility, mm-hmm. micro-mobility vehicles. In the coming weeks, we'll be replacing line bikes with electric scooters throughout the greater St. Louis metro. They also said they're, uh, they're planning to bring in electric assist bikes at some point in the coming year. I'm assuming those are like electric mopeds. 
That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm, what, I'm, did, what did you say again? Electric assist bikes. Or would it be something I would think for it's a bike. people for, with disabilities? I would think an electric assist bike is a, pedals. is a bike that you pedal and then the and then the electric kicks on. That that's a yeah. That's so you pedal to kind of get it going. Yeah. So it's a moped. It's an yeah. electric but, moped. But it's a bike. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what a moped, moped was back in the day. It had it had, had pedals. pedals. Well, when I when I think moped, I do not think that. What do you think of like a scooter? I think I think of this. <clears throat> Like what a Vespa think? or a Vino? Yeah. yeah. No, those, that's, that's, those, yeah. Are scooters. That's, 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 those are scooters. A moped is... Uh, like, if you if you type in moped, this is what pops pedal. up. No, you see it's got pedals. This one does. But if you look at any of the... You type in moped, look at all of these. Uh, yeah, You're those, talking about these real old ones. Those yeah, aren't classified. I always think the old school yeah. See, I don't. Mopeds. That little 40, 49cc thing, those are scooters. Those are not mopeds. That's a yeah. totally different class. Yeah, mopeds with the with the pedals. Oh, some of those my neighbors so up cool. the street, or her, or like my neighbors up the street, that the mom had one, and man, when they were gone, we just put so many miles on that thing. Then you just put it back. No, we didn't touch it. Yeah, we didn't touch it at all. <laughs> they were fun. Yeah, my buddy had a gas powered uh, moped. Those were fun. Yeah, yeah, electric assistance bike. Electric assist bikes. I had a scooter and those crews. I never had one of those. I had a Vino. We had a, we had a little Vino gang. Vino. Yeah, he was perfect for tour. Throw it in the trailer, and oh, any, yeah. any city you were in, just pew. That's cool. This this is a bike that has a battery pack on it. Yeah, so it's got it's got the pedals. It's a green moped. I don't feel like pedaling anymore. Hmm. I'm gonna get lazy. So uh, we'll see how uh, people find a way to steal those. He's, none of you guys have year. done the uh, scooters yet, right? No. Oh uh, man, this is so no, cool. But I sure do enjoy going downtown and watch people fall. They are fun. <laughs> I sure do. They're really fun. So I figure we'll spend the next 45 minutes uh, breaking down last night's uh, State of the Union. Let's do it. You can wake me up when that's all over. You're going to pay attention. You're going to like it. <laughs> all right, we're not going to do that. I'll, I'll give you the highlights. Uh, speech was about 82 minutes long, which was the longest since President Clinton's in 2000. He talked about the border. He talked about North Korea. He talked about late-term abortions. Of course, uh, you know, the wall. A couple of memorable moments. Democratic lawmakers, many of whom were dressed in white in tribute to early 20th century suffragettes, stood up and actually cheered when the president talked about the growth of female employment. And then again, when he spoke about the record-breaking number of women serving in Congress, most of them Democrats, and there was a lot of hooting and hollering when he, when he talked about that. Let me see if I can find the audio real quick. Yeah, women in the workforce. No one has benefited more from a thriving economy than women who have filled 58% of the newly created jobs last year. You weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> Thank you very much. All Americans can be proud that we have more women in the workforce than ever before. Yeah, it was one of those, light, I, I was watching last night, it was one of those lighthearted moments where everybody on, on both sides, you know, stood up and cheered. One of the uh, 500 times that the speech was interrupted by, <laughs> by applause. And then uh, the president also led the, the House and Senate members in singing happy birthday to a Holocaust survivor who was one of the guests singing, uh, sitting with the First Lady. This was a pretty lighthearted moment, too. Happy birthday to you. 
know how the song goes. Mm-hmm. And a uh, CBS poll showed that 76% of people actually approved of last night's speech. In other news, a guy was uh, jogging at Horsetooth Mountain in northern Colorado on Monday. I don't know if you've been there, Moon. Horsetooth Mountain. Sounds lovely. So he's hiking by himself, jogging, and a mountain lion comes up behind him and attacks him. It starts biting the guy's face and his arms. That's a nightmare. Yeah. This happened to a friend. He got mauled by a mountain lion? Yeah, he got attacked. He, he thankfully didn't get mauled. He Remember he was uh, running up towards Griffith Observatory in L.A. Hey, I told you about this story. He had his uh, earbuds in, but he had one of them out. He sat down to relax, heard something rustling behind him, turned, and as he turned, it was in the air. It hit oh his shoulder, God. and no. he, he kind of, uh, you know, turned to the side, and it kind of went over, did a little roll, Planted and got ready to, to jump at him. He stood up, grabbed a rock, and kind of faced off mm-hmm. with it, threw the rock at it. Luckily, hit it, and it took off. Wow. But had he said, had he had, uh, you know, both earbuds in, he wouldn't have heard it, wouldn't have turned. It probably would have. And th- those are pretty big. I mean, mountain lions are pretty big animals and yeah. strong. And they got pointy teeth. Mm. And they angry. So this guy managed to break free. And then he attacked back. He wound up suffocating the lion and killing it with his bare hands in self-defense. That's a man stuff. Am I right, guys? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Who wants to go to the strip club? Woo. Drink some beers. He went straight to a strip club <laughs> from there. <laughs> he was uh, taken to the hospital with some uh, non-life-threatening injuries. But here's the thing. Mountain lions rarely ever attack people. There have been less than 20 fatal attacks in North America in more than 100 years. And Colorado's parks and wildlife officers think that uh, this one might have been sick or injured and became aggressive. That's why it attacked. And they say that if mountain lion ever does attack you, do just what this guy did. Your first goal is to, is to back away. But if that doesn't work, you need to fight back. Yeah, in most of the parks that I go to, I've t- I've, I think I've sent you pictures uh, of the, the signs on the paths. Most of them say... Lots of mountain lion out here. If you see one, mm. make yourself big, mm-hmm. slowly back away. If it comes at you, it says, don't run, fight back. Yeah. That's crazy. Stand tall, and don't I run, fight back. And I get back in my car. Here's my thing. I don't ever foresee myself in this kind of peril because <laughs> I will not put myself in this situation. I was reading an article the other, or actually I think I heard it and then I went and read the article that the Eastern Puma is now officially, officially extinct. Like none, of, And I got really sad. Mm-hmm. And then you hear something like this and go, okay, you know, now I'm not going to get attacked by one of these things at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Eastern, The ones down in Florida? I don't know. It's Eastern Puma. I don't remember exactly where they were. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Foot Locker. Hey, what do you mean you're not going to ever be in a situation <laughs> no, like this? Yeah, I, I can see you, <laughs> I mean, locker. you know, going to a park or something in Colorado. And I mean, being, if, if you're uh, out there. Hunted down by a mountain lion. Well, Are there mountain lions here in this area? I'm sure there are. Uh, I think every I think once so. in a while there's one spotted. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I've, I saw a really, really uh, well out-of-focus picture of one not first, too long ago. First, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rough talk it. I'm going to go, <laughs> get, uh-huh. get, and then I'm going to punch it. He he North brought America. up a good a little spark in my head here. I mean, obviously, I care about endangered animals. Like, I'm not going to go and start shooting endangered animals or hunting them. But is it ever on your radar? A mountain lion? No, not a mountain lion, but like, you know, he said that he read that the eastern puma is extinct and it made him sad. 
Is it any, like, even on your radar, extinct animals? Wait, wait. Uh, I are mean, unless, unless I read about it. Are extinct animals on, on your radar? Like, I mean, do you, do you have, like... I used to like, oh, oh man, elephants are going extinct, or giraffes are going extinct. Oh man, oh the dodo bird. Oh, if there was a species that was alive during our lifetime and then wasn't during our lifetime, yeah, that's definitely on my mind. Hmm. To me, other than being sad for the species, to me, I think about. I was just having this conversation yesterday with somebody. Somebody sometime is going to have to explain what a rhino was like in person or a zebra in well, person. I mean, hopefully and not. somebody someday is only going to be able to see pictures of that. You know what I mean? And think about the the crazy out there out there animals looks wise right now that aren't going to be around in years and you all you're going to have is textbooks it's not, for that. It's not top of mind, but if I see a story about it, you yeah. go, oh, right. Yeah. You just kind of go, oh. I like nature. <laughs> I like nature. Yeah, as long as it's outside, that's okay. <laughs> exactly. Just keep it out there. Here's a, uh, here's a, uh, a report with the uh, curator of mammals at the Denver Museum of uh, Nature and Science and a California Parks and Wildlife employee talking about the jogger being attacked. This story is pretty incredible. When the mountain lion bit the runner's face and his wrist, somehow the runner got around the mountain lion and ended up strangling the animal until it died. Now, the runner sustained some pretty serious injuries, but did find help and made it to a local hospital. Mountain lions are uh, ambush predators, so it may be uh, something about uh, the prey that uh, excites them or uh, attracts them to that. That's why we're doing the necropsy. Um, our veterinarians will take a look to determine whether there was any kind of disease if he yeah. was maybe starving, um, or if it just so happened that as a as a young cat, he was still kind of learning his hunting instincts. Mm. As a young dead. cat. As a young cat. <laughs> uh, a poor dude from Texas uh, was murdered by a vape pen. I don't know if you saw this story, but a uh, 24-year-old guy was vaping, had the vape pen in his mouth when it exploded. I guess the pen's, the pen's battery malfunctioned and blew up, and pieces from the pen sliced open the guy's carotid artery, and he died two days later. Jeez. And when he was x-rayed, doctors found the stem of the pen, you know, metal, embedded to where the blood flows up to the brain. It was, it was a freak accident. And what sucks even more is that the guy wasn't even a smoker. He got the vape pen back on the 27th of January. He apparently suffered from asthma and was told that a specialized vape pen might help improve his breathing. I, I don't know where the dots connect there, but... Okay. Wow. He's actually I mean, this, unless the vape pen had a steroid in it, which is what you get at the doctor. I, I don't, maybe it did. I don't, I don't know. But he's the second person in the country to be killed by an exploding e-cigarette. The other death happened in Florida last May, and a medical examiner's report listed his death, his cause of death, as, quote, a projectile wound of the head. And oh he was God. burned about 80% of his body, too. Damn. That's the guy in Florida. Wow. But this poor guy in, uh, in Texas was in his grandmother's car, just put, had the cigarette in his mouth, it exploded, and just freak accident. Wow. Yeah, I don't see anything about steroid vape pens right off the hop. I doesn't. That's what right I read. Right off the hop here. That's what I read. Uh, you tell me if this was an overreaction or not. I know you like to jump to conclusions, Tony, but... Riz, it's an overreaction. don't know yet. It's an overreaction. Ask me one more time. Was this an yes, overreaction? Yes, What is it about hot tubs that lead to, like, bad decisions? I don't know. <laughs> Already, <What>? yes. Already, <laughs> yes. 
So there's a, a 64-year-old guy named Robert. He's uh, from Stewart, Florida. And last month, he was in his hot tub with his 38-year-old wife, 38-year-old wife, a Christian. No, they were in a hot tub, so they're lovers. So look, Robert, 64. I'm sorry, it's Kristen. 64, 38-year-old Kristen. Good for him. <laughs> and you know who else was there? Uh, their 50-year-old friend, Ted Vest. Oh, okay. That's his name, Ted Vest. <laughs> Your that. last name can't be an article of clothing, can it? So Robert and Chris are in the, in, in the hot tub. Hey, you want to invite Ted Vest over? He oh, likes he likes Ted hot tubbing, too. Only if Rick Sleeves is on his way, too. <laughs> and he, you always call him Ted Vest, too, right? Uh, you never say just Ted. Ted Vest. So around 11 o'clock that night, Robert uh, went inside to go get some sleep and left Kristen and Ted Vest alone in the hot tub. And eventually... They started getting it on. Yeah. Robert eventually looked out the window and saw what was happening. So he screamed he was going to, quote, effing kill them, and he ran out with his gun and fired two shots. Now, he says he didn't fire the shots at them, but he fired them in a different direction. But he was still arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and battery. Overreaction? A little bit, yeah. But, I mean, Ted Vest is macking on your chick. What do you expect? You know Vest's reputation. Yeah, you know Ted. That's our Ted. That's going to be so, all over your core. That's so Ted Vest. That is so Ted <laughs> that, is, that is a name. Uh, that is 100% a name where you have to say both of them. Like you just don't go, who's coming over? Ted. You say, who's coming over? Ted? Well, it's going to be Jeff. Uh, I know Scott's coming over. Ted Vest will be there. <laughs> Every time. Like my, my mom worked with a guy named, named, his name was David, but his name was David Allen. His last name was Allen. And never once in David my career? No, but his name was David Allen. My mom would never, ever, ever say, oh, well, David said this. She'd go, well, you know what David Allen says. Yeah. Mm. Like, all right, Ted Vest. Mm. Ted Vest. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys played uh, the game HQ Trivia. I was into it for a while. Is that the, the app where you can win like Yeah, you can win. My side, like they do bucks, like two bucks. games daily. I don't know that one. And it had the host, uh, Scott Rogowski. And man, at, at one time, it was it mean, exploded. crazy popular. I mean, every game they would have like a million people play. It was nuts. Well, the founder, one of the co-founders of HQ Trivia was uh, was found dead in his apartment back in December. And apparently this guy, a 34-year-old Colin Kroll, died from an overdose from a combo of several different drugs, fentanyl, cocaine, and heroin. Jeez. His, uh, his death was apparently accidental. He, and this is a guy that co-founded Vine back in 2012. He co-founded Vine and then went on to create HQ Trivia back in 2017. And the game was a huge success when it launched. Were there any reports of this guy having uh, addiction problems before? Somebody did a wellness check on him. I guess the, he hadn't gotten in contact and he had a history of something. Because anytime you hear about somebody accidental overdose and there's no uh, previous... You know, a hundred. I think flags. this guy had his demon. His well, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just asking. Fentanyl, cocaine, and heroin. So the audience has been shrinking with this game, you know, over the cost uh, over the course of the past year. But at the time, man, it was huge. It reminds me of uh, it. It came and went the same way as trivia crack. 
Remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah trivia crack when that. you would play against, you know, person to person. That's right. And it'd be all about trivia questions. Man, that game was so big. And then all of a sudden, it, it wasn't. went away. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Well, HQ Trivia, you could win, like, you know, you could win actual money every time. Our buddy Ryan was really into that. And there was a sports one. He's like, I'm getting in on this. Oh, yeah. He won and one. He texted me. He's like, I won one. I said, like, sweet, man. How much you win? He goes, 48 cents. Yeah. <laughs> because 8,000 other people won. Yeah, they give away ten thousand dollars a you know a game, but you know, nine thousand people won. <laughs> yeah, he won forty eight cents or something like that. Did you have to buy the app or did no. you have no, to buy no. The app? no 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 oh, no? It's all because of the, the, they get sponsor money. Yeah, because like when it's loaded, they would do up, tie-ins like, with movies yeah. and stuff. And like as it's loading up, it's like, all right, we're getting ready to in thirty you would love seconds. It. That's super cool. In you would love it. And it's all live. This in, is a win-win-win for everyone. Yeah. And it was really cool the way that they did it because they'd be like, you know, in 30 seconds, we'll have round number one. And don't forget, Tide is a proud blah, 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 And they'd go on through the whole thing. And then they would a- ask the question. You'd buzz in. And then after they'd a- they'd give you the correct answer, they'd go, all right, it looks like we lost 32,000 people on that one. Now there's 48,000 people left. Here we go. And it was live. I mean, it was live. Yeah, one wrong, cool. you're out. And the ho- I like the host, too. It was pretty cool. I don't know if he still does it anymore, but it was it was. It had its thing. We would gather around 8 o'clock every night. The kids would, you know, hey, you want to play HQ Trivia? And he'd give you a thing. Hey, a game starts in, in five minutes. Hmm. You know, I feel like almost everything that has to do with uh, cryptocurrency is a scam. Anybody else uh, with me? One more time. Yes. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. So, yes. Yeah. But if this is a scam, it's, it's probably one of the better ones. There's a company called Quadrica CX. They're from uh, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, they manage about $137 million worth of their customers' digital crypto- uh, cryptocurrency. Basically, Quadrica CX works like a stock market exchange, only with digital currencies like Bitcoin. And people use real money to buy, sell, and trade those currencies on, on this thing. And then the company stores the people's assets. But the founder of the company just died. And that's bad news for all the investors because... He was the only person on the planet who knew the password to the hard drive. Oh, boy. Holy cow. So everyone's locked out? So now nobody can access their money. Jeez. What do you do? (laughs) No way. (laughs) And his widow just filed for bankruptcy protection for the company until they could try to figure out some other way to decrypt everything and get the money back. Surely there's a safety deposit box or something, right? Can't somebody click the forgot your password link? Yeah, really. Just answer a few questions. What color was your first car? What was the mascot of your high school? What's your mother's maiden name? I don't think that's going to the open. person who creates the whole platform. Oh, oh, oh. I thought that was still I mean, a, lot of, a lot of people are thinking, man, this may have been a huge scam, and the money's gone. They tried password one, two, three, four already? I don't think that worked. No, no but now I'm going to. Isn't that insane? <laughs> yeah. That is. Anybody know the uh, the pat? What was his uh, high school mascot? <laughs> What's the name of the street he grew up? What was his first dog's <laughs> name? <laughs> All right, now finally, your news question for you. You know, more and more people now are, are relying on on debit and credit cards for for most of their purchases. But we don't live in a cashless society just yet. So there was a question put out to Reddit users. How much cash should you carry around? Uh, there's no right answer. Mm. How much cash should you carry around? 
For me, I'm typically zero to forty. I'm I'm yeah, about right I'm usually about ten to sixty. Normally. I'm usually zero dollars. But if I had to pick a number, I would say between twenty and sixty. So zero and you're and you're okay with zero. I'm usually zero. I'm almost, usually, I'm working on probably. Well, absolutely. Since Sunday night, zero cash in zero. my wallet. I'm almost now, always zero. Yeah. Here's the thing: I, I like to have some money on me. Just God forbid, I need to get gas in my car and my credit cards don't work. I have three dollars in my mm. in my car for emergency. My gas. thinking is just in case I need to make a phone call or I need to get gas in my car, I'll have at least ten bucks. Accidents happen where your you know your credit card shut down or you can't use your debit card, whatever. At least you got something to power your vehicle in case, or make a phone call if you need to. But is there a right answer? I don't know. Mm. I mean, there are some sensible replies on this this Reddit thread. What about well, thirty six bucks. When was I carry enough to get home? If that you know, if that just means a taxi across town or whatever, then then twenty to forty dollars. Or what? You know, God forbid you're driving somewhere and, and you're in the middle of nowhere and you 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 bust a tire. Yeah. Somebody said you should have as much as three hundred dollars on you. I think that's a bit excessive, but yeah, man, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote, my rule of thumb is one hundred twenty percent the cost of a tank of gas. Okay. I'll keep uh, 20 bucks in my wallet and 20 bucks in my glove box for gas emergencies. Somebody wrote a good rule of thumb is to carry at least 500 bucks and $1 bill so you can make it rain at any time. <laughs> in case you spontaneously come upon a stripper and you need that's to make up, it rain. That's up to you. That's up to you. Listen, I want to talk to you about Fire Creek Snack Sticks. This is not your dad's gas station meat stick, and I know that sounds filthy, but get over it because the all-natural, amazing smokehouse taste from these things are great. Listen, whether you want to take them on a road trip or you're going to play golf or you just need a quick snack, they are amazing. No artificial ingredients, gluten-free, soy-free, MSG-free, high-protein, low-sugar, super convenient, and they are delicious. In original spicy kicker and teriyaki, you will find one you love. Enter Riz at Fire Creek Snack Snacks.com, R-I-Z-Z, save 15% and get free shipping. The Rizzuto Show. So we got him here in the studio, big screen in front of me, and they keep showing pictures of uh, people moving stuff from the Cardinals clubhouse, so I guess today is truck day for the Cardinals, where they ship everything down to Jupiter. Yeah, the caravan starts. So pitchers and catchers a week from today, if I'm not mistaken? No, I think it's Monday. Oh, Monday? Monday or Tuesday, right? I think it was a week from Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Whoa, we are there, guys. Yep. Spring right around the corner, huh? Let's and see. the Blues are like, just as we started playing good. Now we're going to talk about the hot, damn Cardinals. Huh? Uh, when do they report to Major League teams, the Cardinals, pitchers and catchers. February 12th. So that's Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Wow, yeah, man. Wow. Can't wait. And it's crazy that what's-his-name still isn't signed. Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. Yeah. Or Manny Machado. Yeah. And those guys are basically holding up everybody else getting signed. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, like, there's some, I don't want to say lower level, but there's some B players that would be, you know, top five on other teams that are just sitting there because the Phillies want to sign him, but they also want to sign Bryce Harper, and they're not going to sign both of them. 
So they're waiting to see Bryce Harper's decision, and then they'll go oh, after. Imagine having that power. And there's free agents out there: Willie McGee, Bo Jackson. They don't they're not playing right anymore. Now. The Rizzuto Show, <laughs> sports. They have retired. I don't know. Bo Jackson. I don't know. Rip Van Winkle. You sure about that? <laughs> Bo just retired last year, I think. <laughs> Bo knows retired. It was nice to see Bo in a uh, in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Did you see that? Jackson, my hero. Oh, was that the was that the NFL yeah. 100 year? No, 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 no. Oh, it was, was, no, it was it something was else. One. It was in oh. some, he, he, he was, was holding, holding somebody. somebody. And they're like, you know who knows insurance? Bo knows insurance. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't know really does know. Here's an idea. Bo holds this and holds a mermaid and holds this and holds, and it was like this is crazy. What commercial. was it for? I gotta, I don't gotta know. watch that. Bo Jackson, I love Bo Jackson. So I'm buying. Do his uh is it 30 for 30? Yeah. On him on I ESPN. See a different perfect. animal now, man. Oh, isn't yeah. he? Holy cow. He's all into archery. Makes like, his own arrows. Yeah, like and makes his own arrows. Really? Dude yeah. was so interesting. And it was the athlete. Oh, and it just goes through his entire career and how it ended and how he, you know, basically bro what, he broke his hip. Was, I thought it was hip. a knee. Was it, was it hip or knee with the Raiders? Uh, I think it was hip, yeah. I think it was hip and he did it Damn football, it. right? He did yeah, football, he did it in yeah. football. Had he not he played. He got tackled by the sidelines or something, yep. I remember. Had he not been playing football, that dude would still be playing professional baseball. Huh? Sprint. I mean, he was just so good. You want? It's a sprint commercial. Oh, sprint. Well, find out how he how he hurt himself. I think it was the like the hip bone like came out of the socket or something. It was it was like uh there's a tremendous oh. injury. That was it. It had to be something brutal. Bring down Suffered Bo a severe hip injury while playing in an AFC divisional playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals in 1991. Yeah. Yep. What a bummer. Wow. Oh, right, here's sports. Right there. Yep. There uh, don't screw this up, fatty. The St. Louis Blues have now won three in a row after they picked up a 3-2 win over the Panthers in Florida last night. After being down 2 to nothing, the Blues got goals from Colt Pareko, Ryan O'Reilly, Vince Dunn. Team is off today. They will travel to Tampa for a game against the Lightning tomorrow night. Some big news... Some big news out of the world of baseball yesterday. MLB and its Players Association are discussing some major rule changes. So they're you ready for this? moving all the walls back. No, no, no. Listen, these are actually like big changes, and, and some of these have some legs under them. Here's basically what they're proposing. Again, these are just being tossed around, nothing solid. They want pitchers to be forced to face a minimum of three batters. Are you so not one in? Not like come in. I need a lefty to face this left-handed batter. Guy. Get out. They're trying to speed up the game. Is right. What they're trying they're, to do. They're saying that pitchers are forced to be uh, a face of three batter minimum, which would eliminate the the modern day bullpen close. A uh, guy gone. If yeah, like a lefty That's specialist stupid. or yeah. something. Yeah. That's stupid. They are tossing around the idea of a universal designated hitter for both leagues, so both the AL and the NL will have a designated hitter, which is something that they need to do. Yeah, I'm okay with they that. They need it. Or, or, or take the DH out. No, they need to. No. I like no, the DH. Pitchers, pitchers well, you would because you're from New York. Hey. A single trade deadline <laughs> before you. the All-Star break? Just because I'm, I'm a New York guy? Yeah. I could be a Mets fan. No, no. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> just, again, with the again, Yankees hat that you always wear. No, you couldn't. <laughs> again, just a single a single trade deadline before the All-Star break. Nothing pre-post. Uh-huh. A 20-second pitch clock. They want to expand the roster to 26 guys with 12 pitcher maximum. Draft advantages for teams that win and draft penalties for teams that lose. And they're looking into lowering the mound a rule that and a rule that would allow two sport amateurs to sign major league contracts. You know there was a video going around on uh, on Twitter yesterday. I think I, I think I retweeted it from Chris Ranji from uh, ESPN Radio. It was Max Scherzer facing some guy, and it was going through the the, the batter was going through this whole rigmarole of. 
of in the he was in the batter's box and he's throwing the bat and he's adjusting his helmet and adjusting his glove and Max Scherzer just pitches. Yeah, yeah and it's a strike. Once you're in the box. Yeah, yeah that's what they. I thought there were. I know they did uh, change There's up some clock. box rules. There's there. There is a pitch clock, it's and there's unforced. also there's also a rule that like once you're in your in the batter's box, you can't exit. Yeah, there should be that. There should be three seconds max. Once you have feet in there, if you're if you're timing out, you got three seconds to do that, and you better look. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Who, who wants to speed the game up? Is everybody? It, is, uh, is it like the players, the the people watching, the people in the stands, the Major League Baseball officials? Yeah, looking for anything to get to? viewership up. Yeah, some of these games the are so friggin' long, and it's yeah. because the I'm assuming it's the longer the game, the less attention is drawn in by especially well, younger people's crowds. attention spans are not as they once were. Yeah. 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 And by the way, going back to the Blues real quick, um, let's not gloss over the fact they're one. One point away from a, a playoff spot. Yeah. yeah. With three games in hand yeah. over the team that's in front of them, which is Vancouver. That's pretty one awesome. One game. One. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, one point. Yeah. yeah, one point. Not just one game, one point. One point. So, they got, so if you think about it, three games in hand, that's six possible points that they could take that Vancouver has already not gotten. You know what I mean? You know what the majors should do Huge. to try to, if they want to really speed it up? If they really lost control, lost viewership, just let everybody do uh, PEDs. Yeah. Everything's legal, guys. Everybody Figure it out. It's be great. That's how I say baseball before. for anything. <laughs> George Carlin way back in the day said instead of a pitcher's mound, it should be a pitcher's pit. Like it's a hole, so you just get to jump up and jump. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Uh, the Indiana Pacers destroyed the Lakers last night. Final score, 136-94. to 94. Why is this a big deal? It was LeBron James's worst loss of his entire 16-year career. Another thing of note from this game, when some of the Lakers went to the free throw line, including Brandon Ingram, Pacers fans started to chant, LeBron's going to trade you. <laughs> and this is all because they're going after Anthony Davis. Now, the Lakers did say that after seeing the demands from the Pelicans, there's no way they're going to give them any of that, so they're going to move on. However, this is the NBA, so we'll see what happens. Trade deadline is tomorrow. Bad news for the Washington Wizards. John Wall, the point guard and pretty much the star of the Wizards, got hurt. He was already out. From being hurt. He has something called Haglund's deformity, which is what I have on, on my foot. It's what they wanted me to have surgery for. It's a bone that basically pushes into your Achilles and slowly but surely cuts at your Achilles. Oh, my God. That doesn't so sound pleasant. He had surgery for that in January. He was out six to eight months. Then he slipped and fell, ruptured his Achilles. Now he's out 12 to 18 months. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? Oh, my God. Why did he do that? Somebody threw a banana peel on okay. the ground. Oh, oh again? no. Uh, Jeff oh, and I yeah. watched a video of uh, from Los Angeles of, I guess, the Rams buses returning. Oh, yeah. And there were three people there? Yeah, it was it was the same <laughs> amount of points that they scored. That's how many fans were there. <laughs> no, there was four. Oh, no, wait. They yeah, had, it was a, was a camera, camera guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's a joke or maybe it was just or that was just one little corner. Yeah, but. But, man, three people in Rams gear. Yikes. <laughs> Or Jared Goss. Uh, there was, I think it was the LA Times did an article about more people being interested in not the Super Bowl, but are the Lakers going to get Anthony Davis? Yeah. LA is a Lakers town. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that same article, I think, says something like they don't even want one football team, much less two football teams. They, they want the Lakers. That's yeah. it. Well, speaking of football and in the California area, remember earlier this week we talked about how next year the Raiders are going to play their home games where the San Francisco Giants play? Yep, that's not happening. The deal was only going to go through if the 49ers were willing to waive their territorial rights. And everyone thought that wouldn't be a problem. 
However, someone forgot to check with the 49ers. And they're not going to waive that. Yeah, they, they, I, they I heard the they keys. peed on every tree there. <laughs> so it's over. The deal is done. They're so, just looking for somebody's big backyard. Can we yeah. <laughs> is that a big backyard? <laughs> so it looks like the Raiders will play either somewhere in Oakland or at Levi Stadium where the 49ers play. So those are their okay. two options. Because they're not willing to waive the territorial rights. Wait, where the 49ers play? You just said... No. So the where the where Giants, Giants play, they would, they, oh, there the was Giants. a possibility oh, yeah, that they yeah, both okay. would have home games. Oh, so it would split man. the market. And they said, no, we don't want that. So if you want to play, you'll play all your games at Levi Stadium. We'll let you do that. But it'll be when we're on the road. Wow. So you're not taking away any of our fans. Yikes. So, Trouble. That's what they decided. Finally, bad news for former Tennessee Titans quarterback Vince Young. Around 4.30... Around 4.30 a.m. outside of Houston on Monday, arrested for DUI. Cops pulled him over. They said he reeked of booze, slurring his speech. The police officer also said he flunked every single sobriety test that they gave him. He actually served an 18-month probation charge back in January of 2017 after he was arrested for, wait for it, DUI. It's a second. Not good for Vince Oh, and his mugshot is, he looks looks not great. He looks like he's hammered. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. And we go to Austin, Texas for today's Headline Hoosh story. And I guess once you start getting it on with yourself, you just don't want to stop until you're done. Best you just let them go. Cops in Austin got a call last Tuesday afternoon about a 26-year-old woman named Dovey Nichols. That sounds like an Austin name. (laughs) Dovey Nichols. Dovey. Who was uh, sitting at an outdoor patio table using a love toy on herself. (laughs) Somebody's asking me how to spell her name. Is it Dovey Nichols? D-O-V-I-E, Nichols. Okay. And when they arrested her, she kept going at it in the back seat of the police car by thrusting herself against the seat and moaning. She's got a charge of uh, indecent exposure. Come on, Dovey. Come on. Knock Come it on off. Now, we Dovey. can Dovey. see it again. Knock it off, Dovey. Don't make me spray you with the hose again, <laughs> Dovey. Dovey, knock it off. Dovey, it's all right. Just finish. Go. Just, just best just let right. Dovey just finish up. Get it, get it out of our system. <laughs> so there you go from Austin, Texas. Dovey Nichols, you are today's headline news. Can you spell that for me? It's D-O-V-I-E. Nichols. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so you want to make sure that you make your lady happy. WKF.com, Walter Knoll Florist. Listen, you get order your flowers you haven't delivered before the 13th. This is what happens. You get a free coupon for a free dozen roses sometime later in the year. So not only are you making your lady happy early on Valentine's Day, you're also going to make her happy later in the summer. you got to see their arrangements to believe them. They're absolutely amazing. No assembly required. You can get all the information at WKF.com. Make sure that when you do so, you mention The Riz Show. It's WKF.com. Walter Noel Florist. We know flowers. It's The Rizzuto Show. Well, that about does it for us. I know you can't see it, but he's to my right, Donnie Fandango. He's yeah. in there. You guys know who I ran into last night when I went out to oh. when I went out to dinner? Oh. Ted Vest. Ted Vest. 
Yeah, you need to find new places to go to eat. Then <laughs> it had been a while since I since I'd ran into him. Yeah, but good, uh, guy, Ted uh, good guy, Ted Best. Yeah, yeah. Ted Best. well, I mean, you mess with people's ladies in their hot tubs. Did but, he want to go know, in the hot Ted tub Best. with you? Didn't say anything about that, thankfully. But you know, what a great name. His wife actually took his first and last name. <laughs> it's Mary Ted Best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you got coming up? Uh, I've got a man, a bunch of stuff to to win today. Every hour, I've got something. Whether that be big summer show tickets, tickets to see the Arkells when they're coming to town. We've got our birth month shows to give away, plus a bunch of new music. There's a bunch of songs that we are playing, some new songs that I like a lot, including the new Foles, and we'll get to that. So well, now uh, you're just why bragging. You, uh, why, why, don't you, why don't you hang out with me? And well, there's great blues things to talk about. Isn't I mean, there? There, there is. Is it One, nice that it's a positive thing now? It is. One point out of the playoffs, huh? Can you believe it? Who would have thunk it? And you have to think, though, that the more that they win, the better they play. Doesn't this pretty much, like, legitimize Barube as the as the head coach next year and going forward, probably? You think so? Dude, if he takes, if they make, if they make it to the playoffs and make any noise in the playoffs, from where they were to that... Well, I think I making mean, it to the playoffs is in itself just yeah a, a supreme accomplishment. Yeah, I just wonder. You and you're just assuming he wants the job too. I would assume he would want the job. Oh, full time. I, I think the only reason that we're all kind of maybe hedging on it a little bit is because boy, Coach Q's still out there. He's just dangling. He's playing golf right now, uh-huh. and you just wonder if, because if that could happen, that would be still phenomenal. Yeah. But uh, it was great to see them win last night, man. Yeah, it was. Come it was from behind and everything. It was good to see a an entertaining game turn into a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't an entertaining game that was a loss, and it wasn't a boring game that they happened to win. They earned that win. 100%. All right. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Uh, the title today is called, And They Got Pointy Teeth. Uh, find out more about Ted Vest and who was shooting at him and why he was shooting at him. A guy in India wants to sue his parents because he did not consent to being born. That's real. A New Jersey man was caught on camera faking a fall at a workplace. Find out all about the douchebags of the day today, including an elementary uh, principal that stole 900 bucks from a nine-year-old who stole $2,100 from his mama. Uh, a guy died after an e-cigarette exploded in his face. A guy was attacked by a mountain lion and killed it with his bare hands. Dude, and uh, That's a man stuff there, Donnie. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. guy needs a TV show or something. <laughs> and a cryptocurrency company lost $137 million when the only person who knew the password croaked. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. That's an interesting story. Also, uh, Craigslist Price is right we played. Yeah, we had some fun today. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for tuning in. Tomorrow, even more fun. John Patrico's here. Oh, yeah. Francis, Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. Always love seeing your dad. Yeah. Every oh, single time? Every, every time. Every single time. Every time. Every single time. <sighs> Wish uh, I could get on that train. If that is it for everyone. Oh, Moon, Saturday, Art Van Furniture, Belleville from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, O'Fallon. O'Fallon, Illinois. O'Fallon, okay. Illinois. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty then close. we need to change that. That's not yes, we do. It's not too far. That's like 15 minutes away. Yeah, we'll have tickets. We'll hang out 9 a.m. Saturday. 9 a.m. Saturday. Art Van in O'Fallon, Illinois, correct? Yes. Okay, great. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shout now, Tom Layton, one more time. Yeah, Tom. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.